0: You can do the countdown on, yeah three two one dj spin that shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> straight up
0: i thought that was appropriate since we're gonna be talking about music today Yeah, hard, hard. cool man guys thank you and i'm um, welcome back to another episode of the tp podcast i'm here today with an up-and-coming tongue and rap artist uh, he is also aspiring. my first cousin aspiring, aspiring. Yeah, up and coming i'd say man right. you know yeah yeah, which I'd say so, thank you, bro. Yeah, man. You, hey, so first off, congratulations, you finally released your first single, yeah. We on, where, where can people find that?
1: Uh, all platforms, bro. All um, platforms, so Google Play, YouTube Music, if you're a yeah, subscriber of that, and um, iTunes, Spotify, oh, your nice. normal, so all the usual places, except for title, Man,
0: and That's also you can't I mean. forget YouTube, where you got your actual video clip, yeah, on there. bro.
1: So, like, I released it like a month ago, yeah, man. So, released it a month ago, and then um. It took a while to get, like, because there was, like, a bit of complications in the background to get it mm. onto all platforms. So, like, Spotify and Apple Music and all that. So, cool. um, yeah, there were a bit of complications, but it, in the end, we got there, bro. More technical yeah, stuff.
0: Hard, like, yeah, like, it's, like, it's actually hard to sort of, especially when you're trying to release stuff on multi platforms, It yeah, gets yeah. a bit sort of, uh, you know, because I don't know about music. Because podcasting, you have one, uh, you kind of, you have a one-stop shop for most places. So like for me, I upload mine to Anchor and then that program then sort of just divvies it out to oh, all true. the platforms. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how music is done, whether you do it individually.
1: um, For music, it's through this um, distribution company called DRM. Okay. So like um, you don't have to make any accounts. So instead of paying for it yourself, mm. you just give it to them. And then like there's like a four month, like after four months, like after all the streams and mm. all the statistics have come in, like they give this um 20, they take 25%. Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, so they're like a like a distributor yep. almost. Yeah. Okay. Before we get onto all that, let's go a little background man. You know, let's let's see where where Yoey's from, where, <laughs> where, where, he, where he grew up. You know. From. So, where, where would you start? Where would you? Where would your earliest memory be of growing up?
1: So, here, here in New Zealand. Mm. So, started off here in New Zealand, and then for the ages of like 10, 11? 2004? Yeah. yeah. I would have been 10, 11? Yeah. 2004. Your
0: age, you tell me. <laughs> I grew. Up,
1: <laughs> I grew up in um, in Tonga, so um, yeah, yeah, for two years, and then spent nine years. Hey, what up,
0: bro? What's that? <laughs> here? You go.
1: Yeah. Where'd you cut your hair? Oh shit! Nah, <laughs> nah, okay. So we'll, like,
0: we'll get him in to talk about his haircut. <laughs> my younger brother Jay just walked in. He's on his way to the Navy, so we uh, the, cut his hair yesterday. Interruptions. He's, he's looking like a person now. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, um,
1: so I spent two years in Tonga and then spent nine years in Melbourne, and at the end of 2014, I remember 2014, yeah, because it was um, J. Cole's release. Oh, released yeah. an album So at the end of 2014 Came back to New Zealand Okay So and, you, and oh, so you sort of
0: just identify The release of that album With you moving back to New yeah, Zealand Yeah, yeah, yeah Damn, okay That's one way to sort of landmark it I guess hard, hard. So just speaking a little bit About your time in Tonga So you had grown up Like you said Here in New Zealand For yep. ma- Well At that point a majority of your life Yeah, yeah Do you remember having a chat With your dad about Coming to Tonga And living there Or was it a spur of the moment
1: Bro It's <laughs> crack up I as mean, Yeah, cause um we went there for um, Grandpa's funeral in mm. 2004. So that's how it ended up in Tonga. So I thought I was going back at the end of the funeral year. And then <laughs> Nick minute, bro, he ends up calling me. And then um, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, um, what's up, Dad? And he's like, yeah, um, just calling to say that um, you'll be staying in Tonga. Eh? And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, but like deep down inside, I actually wanted to stay in Tonga. Like, because yeah, like I missed my brother Stan and, mm, and Alice mm. and that. So like Stan had been there. Two years. Two years prior yeah. to that, yeah. And then yeah. Alice was one year. Mm. And then I came and I, yeah, I spent two years there. So overall, Stan, Stan was there four, four or five years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Alice, yeah. Three, I remember and then we when Stan two. first came through, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was such a weird thing because I don't think anyone knew you were going to end up staying yeah. after the funeral because, you know, we had the funeral. It was really busy time for everyone. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and once everything settled down to the next thing I know, I was like, oh, yeah, uh, you're always going to be living here now. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> does yeah, bro. he know that because <laughs> like
1: frankie went back and i was like oh yeah so when am i going back and he's like yeah actually you're, you're gonna be staying there no fight there oh i was like man no. yeah all good but then like yeah like i said i was deep down bro i actually wanted to stay mm. there and experience the life there so
0: well reflecting back on that time we we i sort of brought this up in a in a, in a yeah, different bro. In, the, in, the, in the last couple of podcasts but we got up to some shenanigans back in the day bro we got <laughs> bro
1: tonga bro tonga was like actually the the best couple years of my childhood like bro like yeah man like, that whole experience yeah man i look back on that every time like i go through like struggles now i'm just like bro remember talking about? man? yeah
0: oh for sure tea and bread <laughs> yeah, tea and bread, bread. burnt rice oh man be grateful it was- with like big green oh, <laughs> it definitely makes you really humble where you are now but i think that time was so carefree man bro
1: yeah like, man no
0: struggles mind you we're really young and not like we had to hold our own and pay for rent and shit but
1: bro and speaking of like your your past episode of or your podcast how you're talking about robbers bro bro <laughs> we've got a story man
0: uh, oh. well there's so many which one are you bringing up which one are you bringing up the
1: one where it begins with us two bro oh okay sleeping like you know this
0: is where me and Yo uh you know bonded as brothers yeah, bro. after that night all right do you want to tell it or should i tell it you, you you begin it because like you okay. you're the one who woke up uh, first and seen everything bro. I I passed out <laughs> early man. All right, all right. Let me set the scene, right? Let me yeah. set the scene for the entire thing. So it was still coming to the tail end of the funeral. No, no, it was the middle of the funeral, I think. And all the boys had No, nah, no. It was, was it? it was like
1: way after that, man. Are you it was sure? like yeah, it was, it was the year later because remember how it was Oscar's and um dies first time oh. in Tonga. Yes, sorry, first time, yeah, sorry, sorry. I don't know why I the...
0: related to the to to the funeral. Well, anyways, anyways, sorry. So we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit further till after the funeral and <laughs> just get the context right. Shut up and tell you the story. It was, wrong.
1: It was towards the end of us leaving Tonga. Oh really? Yeah, God, bro. It was I've, around that my time. My perception
0: is so different from then because maybe because of all the trauma yeah, yeah. from that <laughs> time. Time is frozen. So since like, then. I'd say like end of two thousand and five. Okay, so ish. Okay, so it was. Okay, so it was two thousand and five. Yeah, yeah, Now that everyone knows, and. We had a lot of family over that day, and all the boys had been sort of moved to the upstairs of my grandma's house. <laughs> and in the previous part, I sort of explained how the house is, where the upstairs is completely separate from downstairs. The only way to get in is for an outside um, through the veranda. Yeah, and
1: mind it, you, Nova was building the fence around it. Remember? Yeah, so that yes, was yes. All so, down. so
0: the fences were down at the time. So there was a lot of um, changes to the house as well. And it was late in the night, and we had gone to sleep. Me and Yo-i went to the big room and shared one bedroom, and then all the other boys got got their own beds. Which is all in separate rooms, and I remember that night was a particularly hot night. Yeah, We're nice. there; it took me a long time to get to sleep, and really, when I fell asleep, I wasn't really asleep. You know, I had that I was I was sleeping quite <laughs> light, and through th- in that night, I was getting absolutely hammered by mosquitoes. Man, I was just lying in there, slapping my arms, slapping my legs, and I just like, and I just got to this point where I just couldn't take it anymore, and I just sat up. I just sat up with my eyes closed and was just sort of, you know, just trying to get my bearings. And I kind of opened my eyes. And then there's this dark figure standing. <laughs> let, me, let me get through the story before you start cracking up. So there's this dark figure that's just standing there in the room. I can't see his face. I just see this, the outline of him. And it's a pretty big dude, right? It's a pretty big dude. And I automatically assumed it's my uncle Siupeli. Because he had he had his stuff in that room, and the I three thought he ju- pants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I and I thought he was just there to grab some stuff, right, and just stuff out of his bag. And then I sort of just stood there. I just sat up and just staring him for a while. And he noticed that I had sat up, so he kind of froze. So me and him are sort of staring at each other, and then and then he sort of goes, "Hey, mohekoi," <laughs> which in English is like, "Go back to sleep." And alarm. And then I sort of he said that. Slowly walked to the door, opened it, and then closed it. Now it took me a while, but then it finally hit, and then the alarm bell started going off because I didn't recognize that voice. That's not Sue Belly's voice, and I and I just started getting so wound up. I was like, "What the hell?" Turned to you, and I was like, "Yo, yo, yo, wake up, wake up! There's a robber in the house!" Bro, <laughs>
1: when you woke me up, yeah, I thought it was just like. You doing what you and Stan like always used to do. When I used to go to Dalphone, you'd be like, oh my gosh, you were there, And I'd be like, oh I'd like just yeah, drop yeah, the yeah. whole basket and, and then run, run off. So like when you woke me up, bro, I was just like, nah, bro, you stop trying to scare me. And I like I kind of just went back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. like, no, no, no. Like, I'm serious. Someone's in the house. And then like I kind of looked up and I seen the light from the hallway shining through. And I remember when we went to sleep, the, both We'd those doors were closed. Door, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um oh, So I looked man. up and seen the light and I was like, maybe he's telling the truth so I, bro, that's when i got up I, you I got up, up
0: straight away bro and i was yeah like, you took your a while to finally click that i was serious because <laughs> i remember my voice was very serious i was like there is someone in the house yoey and then you finally get up and then me and you sort of get up together just slowly walk towards the door now it, what's going through my mind at that time is holy shit there's a dude in the house that yeah. i have no. who the hell is this guy Obviously I knew it's some guy trying to trying to steal stuff, but you yeah. know, wh- what would he do? Yeah. So I slowly opened the door. And so the room that me and Yoi were, were sleeping in, across from us are three other rooms. Yeah. So sort of the side by side. All the doors were closed, but that's where all the boys, our older cousins. Yeah. Me and Yoi were the youngest are the youngest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So so all of them were all positioned there. All the doors were closed. And then me and Yoi kind of just peek out into the hallway. And then we look to the right and there's this huge dude, bro. no t shirt on, three quarter pants, no <laughs> shoes. I don't know why that's relevant, but that's how I can remember it clearly. <laughs> and he's sort of rummaging around the house, and and then and I just, bro, did I scream at him? Did yeah, say, bro. No, yeah, because hey,
1: like, I, I walked towards the door that that Stan was in, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah, then, yeah. Like I, I just, bro, I just remember getting the biggest fright because I didn't look left or right. I just walked straight to that door, and then I just remember going. Like I remember hearing you
0: going Hey
1: Go And then like It gave me a fright And I looked to the side And I see this guy With no shirt on bro And he's just like Oh So like he's in the living room So like on, on one side of the house There's a living room On the other side There's a kitchen So he was He was towards the living room And like At the time That little sliding door That doesn't open Unless you like
0: yeah. Full like, So that sliding door Was broken for a long time yeah, And yeah. there's a specific way I think you have to Hold the bottom You have to hold the bottom And sliding yeah, out yeah, or, or else it'll just it It'll be yeah. stuck yeah. And then it was
1: only open like a little bit. And I remember him trying to fit through that little gap, but he couldn't. And then, bro, he starts charging towards us. Eh? And then, like, I was like, oh, like, oh, shit. Like, and then I, bro, all I remember is like, Banging on Stan's door, like Stan, Stan, Stan. Turn around, run towards you.
0: This door. guy runs around me and leaves me there. He, he runs behind me. This guy's
1: just standing at the at the doorway going,
0: oh shit, oh shit. I
1: thought this guy was gonna like throw a punch yeah, at you, same, bro. Like same. you're standing right I, at the I, door. I
0: froze, man. I froze. I just stared at him. So as after you run back, he panics. Yeah, so yeah. the guy in the living room starts panicking. He's trying to rip open the door. He's making all this noise. You know, and then he's sort of just pacing around like, what do I do? What do I do? And then I think he just realized, because if he looked down the hallway, yeah. the kitchen door was still open. Yeah. So obviously that's how he got in. Yeah, yeah. So he just starts sprinting towards yeah. me initially. I thought he was running towards me. And he does this weird I can't explain it, but he kinda does this funny <laughs> sidestep where he has his hands up in the air like he's trying to become thin as possible and, and, and get past me and he runs past me and goes, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> He makes this weird noise and, and, and he and he just sprints down the door. And no one's out yet at yeah. this point. So it's only me and Yoey, the youngest of all the guys, <laughs> having to look stare down this dude in our house and then, you know, and then we and then we chase him. Yeah. Why we chased him You chased I have no him, bro. Idea. I
1: stayed in the room Cause like As soon as I came back You didn't into the follow room, me
0: Nah bro I, I, I picked
1: up the You know the beer bottle That we put yeah, the mosquito yeah. Yeah, in. Yeah. I picked it up bro Cause I thought he was Gonna throw a punch at you And then he's oh, gonna Come man. after me bro And then that's that was my thought So I picked up the beer bottle And I stood on the bed Like this Ready to <laughs> throw it at him bro But when I seen him Just sprint past you bro that's when, like, and I see you run after him. I just stayed in the room, bro. And I was just like, what the hell? And then, like, I came to and then I was like, bro, I ran out. And then he was—he had already jumped. Yeah. So, so, I don't know what you yeah. saw after no, that. So,
0: so, like, when he ran past me and, I don't know, instincts just took over. Like, in my head, I was like, all right, tackle him. That's yeah. all you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Tackle him and, and bro, we'll see what's going to happen. We'll see what happens there. Because I was, by then, I was hoping all the guys had already yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah. So, he just sprints. So, like we mentioned earlier, the house is in the middle of getting renovations. Yeah, yeah. So, Above, below the the first floor, there's a little hut place where one of our uncles stayed. But we <laughs> ripped open the roof, yeah. and there was literally nothing but the railings. For the he, was roof. Yeah. he was renovating, yeah. Because he was renovating. So this dude jumps. He he runs all the way out the kitchen onto the veranda, and this dude jumps. I can see it clearly. You know, he just jumps into nothing. Like if you don't know the layout of the house, you could be jumping into fuck knows. You know? <laughs> but this guy just jumps for it because not only is no, he there didn't even care, it, man. not only is there a, a half-built hut with yeah. no roof on it after that are two massive cement tanks of water so i don't know whether he it hurt himself hot. quite bad but he just do jumps yeah and he flies through the air bro, bro he
1: did hurt himself because when we went downstairs and then we followed him there were like a trail of blood leading towards what? our next door neighbor's I don't remember house. Towards so on remember. his house. Oh on man, the, our neighbours. Even yeah. on the yeah, even on the similar, there was a trail of blood. So and then, he must have really heard himself. Yeah, but this
0: dude really jumped. Like he had well, I don't know. Well, I think it was driven by fear, yeah, yeah. but the way that he jumped, I it was like this guy was jumping like <laughs> Superhuman. and he reached he reached out <laughs> maybe for God to take his hand and sweep him away. But he jumped, bro, and he just disappeared. Just so that, and then after that, everyone wakes up. Was like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? And they look pissed at us for yeah, waking them up. they thought we're we'll, we'll, we'll like... We're fucking around. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, no, there's a guy here. So everyone scrambles, you know, everyone's running about. We all run downstairs. All the lights are on. Bro. You know, everyone's on high alert. And this guy just disappears into the night, never to be seen again.
1: I just remember Nana going... And,
0: stop I playing like, around. and I was like, what? I was like, what? We got in trouble for the dumbest things. We were trying to protect the house, we were trying to protect everyone. everyone's lives are much bro. more safer because me and yoi woke up, and we you know quote unquote thanks to you first, <laughs> bro.
1: thanks to the mosquitoes
0: thanks to the mosquitoes. one the thing mosquitoes. mosquitoes are good for, oh man yeah that that night is the unfortunate thing about that night is now I'm a very light sleeper yeah, yeah uh, bro.
1: every time I hear yeah, I'm like you every time I hear a noise outside i'm I'm up, yeah I'm not like looking around. I just listen to it,
0: man. Yeah, so that was—I mean—that like we've got stories, bro. Yeah, like like we've got so much stories about the randomest times people just walk into our house. First time I drank alcohol then too. Oh, you want to <laughs> tell that story, bro? You want, you want to tell that story? That—that's a good one. That—that's a good one. Oh man, you want you want to tell it? That's a pretty good. You one. You were there, right? Oh I, yeah, you yeah, came I after. There. Yeah, yeah. I, I came after school while you guys were drinking, and then right before the event happened. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, you you tell the story. All that's right, a so, good story, man. Oh man. <laughs> It's all coming couple, out couple now. of the family yeah a
1: couple of a few of the family are not gonna be too <laughs> happy with this um but yeah but like um that day um stan my older brother stan his friend casey and gimme they were they were having a drink with those ten dollar yeah the hot, hot bottles. bottles yeah man they were so pirates cheap, bro.
0: it's called pirates yeah. man that was that's that's tongan i think it's tongan but, made I think pa- it, I think it's is it pirates pirates or like Caribbean something? No, it was pirates. Was it? Yeah, those are the only ten dollar bottles. So you got those little like hop those like um, hinalapa hinalapa. <laughs> anyone who's grown up in Tonga, if they hear, hear the word hinalapa. I bet you're getting a hangover right now yeah, hard, just thinking about that. Hard. But yeah, yeah, go ahead.
1: There's those, like little ten ten dollar bottle yeah, ones, and yeah. so they got like a couple of those, bro. And they were like mixing it with water. <laughs> and um, bro, yeah, it's the thing in Tonga,
0: man. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: fizzy drinks are too expensive, so like if.
0: You probably start with a fizzy. Yeah. You start. You start the drinking with off of the fizzy, and then you got a one point five to share with five other but, guys. But you have
1: a hot bottle there to last you like twelve <laughs> hours, and and just one fizzy drink.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you get creative. You get very creative.
1: But yeah, they mixed it with water, and then um, me and my friends, like uh, the next door neighbors, uh, on in my mm. we came we came around, you know, just keen as little kids, just like watching them like drink and stuff. So we're like watching them drink and smoke and all that. So we were just like watching him, and then um, Stan went to the toilet. I forgot what happened. I like, I'm pretty sure like at the time, yeah, Stan's um, high school crush or whatever. He was on the phone to her. He left or something, and then his uh his older his other two friends, they were like, man, peer pressure, bro. They were like, hey, do you want, do you want to have a little little cap of the of the of a shot? And I was like, yeah, and then like they gave it to me, bro. Shotted it. I was like, oh, that's all good. Like, it was a bit too strong. I hated the taste there first, mm. but, like, yeah. And then um, ended up having three, three caps. And then off that, bro, I got wasted as, like, out of nowhere, too. Like, and then um, all I remember... It was your like, first proper drink, no yeah. way. Yeah. But all I remember is them putting on the radio and Tonga, and then I remember just dancing hard out, dancing hard out, and then walked on top of... um <laughs> My grandpa had his car parked in the driveway at the time. So, like, um, I started dancing, bro, and I hopped onto the car, and I was, like, you know, doing all these dance moves. And then I just remember stamping my feet, bro, and I I remember there was a crack through that windshield, right? Mm. I just stamped my foot, and then the whole windshield, like, just cracked. And in a split second, bro, I never went from sober, like, from drunk to sober (laughs) that quick. Like, because I put my hands on my head, looked at the car, and I was just like, bro, none is going to kill
0: me. (laughs) And she was in New Zealand at the time, bro. Yeah. But Siosie was there. Yeah. Sysi was there, um our auntie. And that car that car had seen better days before that anyway. I've got stories, but I'll bring up a story about what we used to do with that car anyway but like I remember because I'd just come back from school yeah. and usually on my way home I'd stop by um, our grandmother's place because yeah. that's where all the guys were anyway and then I'd walk home after but that particular day I walked in and everyone had already been drinking and I was just <laughs> like oh, oh cool I'm going to hang out here a little bit longer <laughs> had no drinks or anything and then and then yeah and then exactly what you said man. you were dancing like mm. a crazy person all over the place and then I don't know whether you, I was just so like, you got told to. you just jumped on the car and yeah, when that wind, when that windscreen crack, cracked, I hey, just your like, face
1: stomped my way down on the windshield and when it cracked, man.
0: I saw your soul leave your body yeah, straight after that, <laughs> eh? Like, I just saw this, just, my life is Whoa, over. Bro. Good yeah. knowing you boys. I
1: thought it was the end,
0: but... You got a bit of a hiding after that,
1: though, didn't you? I, like, uh, no, nah, oh, nah, I didn't really get a hiding, bro. Didn't you? Nah, not at all. What's like, she came day? back and she was like, it's alright, the car was like, you know, on its yeah. way out anyway. So yeah. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like...
0: Yeah, <laughs> got your lucky stars. am yeah, like, Oh my god! Surprisingly, I didn't get a hurting for that one. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's just a snippet, yeah. you know, of of all the shenanigans and all the crazy shit too we much, used to get man. up to. Too much, oh, man. Well, I mean,
1: I remember like back in those times too. The one thing I remember you always having, the two things, sorry, is a can of Coke. Oh, baby, and a and a packet of Michi noodles. Oh, baby, always, oh, always. That is
0: my shit. Well, mind you, I was trying to give up smoking at the time. Yeah, because. I think yeah different different story <laughs> for another time but I had I had been smoking um at a young age yeah, initially yeah, yeah. and I had joined the, it was rugby season at the time and I was struggling mm-hmm. hard with, with with the cigarette like I was coughing and my lungs were like what the fuck are you doing to us <laughs> and, I, and I had to change my addiction to something else so yeah. I started hitting the co- not that it was so any healthier bro you were smoking back then yeah man oh I was. That's when I initially started. Yeah, so, because
1: yeah. I remember you on and off, but I didn't know that you were full time.
0: Yeah, I was full. I'd stopped by then. Yeah, Like yeah. I'd sort of gone off it for a while during that time, mm. and and I've been drinking and eating a lot of shit. Yeah. I don't know how what how much healthier I became yeah, yeah, just yeah. by, but my lungs were a little bit more um more grateful, yeah, yeah. shall we say, that I skipped to that.
1: Fair enough. Damn, Damn. Yeah,
0: didn't even know good that. times, eh? Yeah. Good times. It's 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 memories like this that make me think about moving back to Tonga sometimes. Yeah because there is some shit you can get up to in Tonga that just wouldn't fly here, man. Tonga is
1: like the simple life, man.
0: It's so simple. Simple life. Oh, man. Every time we go back, you know, especially when we see our cousins from Australia, yeah. who, you know, who barely get to get to go to Tonga. Yeah. Like, when it's time to go back, they literally start looking at, at delaying their flights. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, I think, who is it, Jeff? I'm going to throw a couple of our cousins yeah. on the bus he now. Cried, okay, you know, he Jeff, cried. Jeff was crying. <laughs> and this guy is what? A, a fair mm. decent, older than us, yeah, you yeah. know. And he was crying. He was like, "I don't want to leave." Yeah. He was begging no, his please, dad, to, dad, "Please, I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. Let me just use your credit card to just <laughs> the, let's just buy another flight, please." And he was begging and he was crying, and he really didn't end that. up getting that flight. He ended up just going back anyway. But yeah. it, it's it's a really. It really tells how much fun we have when we're all together in Tonga, especially in Tonga. I don't know how well it'll be here in New Zealand. It'll just be as good.
1: Would you ever retire back to Tonga? Uh,
0: Retire back to Tonga? Yeah, yeah. Like once everything's all said and done I'd have to be very well off, I would think. Like retirement, I mean, the thing is you always need money to live regardless whether you're retired or not. If I had something set up there, for example, if I had a a business, I wouldn't want to work for anyone. If I went back to Tonga, yeah. I'd, I'd like some passive income. I, I can see myself doing I like it. Um, actually, I, I'm actually thinking I want to move back to Tonga for a couple for a year or two, mm-hmm. if I could, with the kids. But yeah, yeah. yeah it I I, I I would be very drawn to that idea mm-hmm. if it was presented to me. For example, if I won that lotto last week, yeah. that fifty mil. I'd Bruh. be, I'd be gone. I'd be Hi. there. I wouldn't even say goodbye to work. I'd just be like, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably just drive by my Mercedes, just like waving at my coworkers. <laughs> We're the suckers, <laughs> and then just drive off and then leave. But yeah, um, it's it's definitely something very enticing, yeah. and I can see myself retiring there. Mm. But it'll have to depend on the state of tongue at the time. Yeah, you know what I mean. For sure. Yeah, I mean because things. Who knows? China, it could be run by China, for yeah. all we know, by the time we're retired. And we're young, you know? We're really young. Probably will. A lot of stuff. You yeah. know, speaking Chinese, <laughs> well, Mandarin. Well, geez, man, this amount of Chinese that speak really good Tongan there is is, is crazy. But it goes to show how, how quick they can adapt to mm. another another, cu- another culture and another mm. country. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. not only do they speak Mandarin, which I, I assume is a really difficult language to learn in itself, yeah. but to be fluent in Tongan. You know that's Bruh. just and Tongan's not an easy Some language. Some of them itself. spoke better Tongan than me, bros. <laughs> me too. I am ashamed to say me as well. <laughs> and, and that's like, the
1: only language I had to learn there. Where
0: it, that... it catches me off guard sometimes. So yeah. like when I went to Tonga last, like I went to the store, just the one around um, our grandma, uh, nana's house, yeah. just around the corner, and I went there and I sort of just like, oh, can I? And they and they said and they sort of said, "I'ma <laughs> give you my o in Tongan, pure Tongan, no accent." And and you know they're asking me in Tongan, what do you want? Yeah, yeah. And and it caught, caught me off guard. I like, uh. <laughs> and, and I my brain spoke in Tongan like this, in Tongan, yeah. like gofi maui sega all this other stuff. But then my mind, then ultimately, like just it came out English. <laughs> like I'll have a <laughs> twenty pack of Long Beach, and <laughs> so yeah, it's I think it's cool and scary to see. Yeah, you know. Um, because obviously China is a much more bigger country than us. And if, you know, um, there's more than one way of taking over a country than, um, than, uh, through military means, you know, just mass migration, man, you know, have a million people move to, well, not that Tonga can sustain a million people, but you know, it's, yeah, those are the days. Those are the, in Tonga, did you, um, did you have the passion for music then when you were growing up in Tonga? Oh, Oh, at a young age?
1: Uh, Kinda, bro. I like. I, I had. I saw little glimpses because Casey Stan's um friend in high school. He was um he was writing raps at the time, mm. and him and Alice wrote a song there in Tonga. I forgot what they called it though. And then when I saw him writing. Especially, because that was around the time that Scribes Crusader came out. Oh,
0: man, don't yeah, bring bro. up that album again. <laughs> I mean, we, we listened to that album to death. I think the CD ended up Dreaming, being ruined bro. because we Dreaming. just kept, yeah. That's, oh,
1: that's my song. Oh,
0: or stand up. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. But yeah, around that time,
1: so like when I seen him writing, I kind of like wrote this like
0: you, cheap You, you ass, tried like, it. You tried it.
1: It was a secondhand rap off... Um, like I started the way you know, um, just give me the microphone first so yeah. I can like. Some mm. dog. I started my rap like that, and then mm. like I I kept riding, 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 and then that little glimpse bro, I was like, oh bro, like I could I could do this. But mm. then after that, I kind of like being the kid I was, I I kind of just brushed it yeah. to the side and just. Other things were more important touch, at yeah. the
0: time. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. touch with your neighbors. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing Jeez. touch, man. We play touch like every day. Yo, yeah. man. I mean, we, like. The only person that stood out in touch was Stan, obviously. Yeah. I mean, your brother was so good at rugby. Um, but yeah, like just playing touch was such a great... And we had the smallest little place to play <laughs> it too. And there was rocks everywhere. Bro, and People ran into
1: fences. I just remember this one time we played touch outside the front yard. And um, our uncles, bro, but they're the same age as us. on and Boule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, those two, they had like a kind of beef going because they were, they were on... A, opposite teams. always have beef for those then, guys like someone I think Bule started doing it seriously and just like shoulder charging Muffleo like just oh little bumping him God, and he didn't man. like it eh so like Muffleo done it back to him and then like the next time Muffleo ran up to Bule Bule just shouldered him bro like oh. he oh. took his head off man oh. and then like I've
0: never seen like that was the first time I saw like a sunny bill, like in like you will, in, yeah. <laughs> with your own eyes <laughs> oh man and was not the biggest kid in the of luck man, man. Oh man, poor oh, oh, Muffy, little that little Jeez. frame man. You just see his head like snap back, and I was like,
1: oh, oh. It's like poor dude, bro. And there's no subs, but then again, <laughs> don't be yeah. to your elders in tongue man. <laughs> yeah, they must
0: have had an argument on the way to the, on the way to the house because they live not too far from us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's that's crack up, man. And and we got so many different injuries from yeah. that, you know, just falling on rocks. I remember Simi, remember little Simi. <laughs> Jimmy he, the Jet, Jimmy the Jet, He's like the first he was Jimmy the Jet. He He's was the OG. He was the small little kid. I think he was the youngest out of everyone. Yeah, but he was quite. He was a small little dude, yeah. man. He was quite short,
1: small but frame, but he was quick, he was bro. quick,
0: dude. Like you look at his little legs, just <laughs> you know, like you see dust come up behind him. He was bro, quick, bro. One bro.
1: memory I have of him when um, when we we're living in Tonga. One time I went, it was like evening ish time, mm. and like you know how you could put. Um, what do you call those little ious
0: oh, a little co- book they keep oh yeah i um uh yeah yeah i know
1: yeah yeah so like uh he was he was there for something about that and um he was like oh just give me the bread and just chuck it on the more like you know we'll, we'll come back but i think they were too high mm. at the time so like i went and i got us like loaves of bread for the night and then like i was like watching him bro he was because the tongue and dairies man they have cages on him yeah it's just like this little hut looking thing and then like there's cages in the front mm. so like he was hanging on the cages sticking his feet out trying to touch the guys with his head with his feet and i was just like hey what are you doing and he's just like okay, "I, him my... and then i was just like oh yeah all good and then,
0: little this little kid is hanging on the bar sticking his foot into the damn store trying to touch a guy's head his cul oh man <laughs> his oh cul-de-sac. man oh he was he was crack up he was good value that guy yeah, man bro. like he unfortunately because he was quite small he always got bumped around a lot by his oh, older brothers bro. who were actually quite big losa and his yeah. older brothers were, were were quite big but he was good value man and i i, I saw him when did I see him? No, mm. I didn't see him. I saw Sione Gava, his mm. other brother. Yeah,
1: yeah. You and Stan, Stan's, Stan's twin. Yeah, and,
0: <laughs> and yeah, he was he was his crack up man. John Gava. We had so much good times with those guys, with that uh, with that group. Was that people, even man. his real
1: name? or Was that was just a nickname? Sione Gava. Yeah, I had no like idea. The, I knew I know I Sione was his real name,
0: but like was Gava even I, I, maybe Gava S- was his middle name maybe. Uh. I would be Plus there's so many Shione's and so Meles. You gotta you gotta, you gotta <laughs> differentiate, you know, Sione Kava, Sione Manioke, Yo Sione Kumala. You know, we we right. just need I
1: had an I have an uncle called Sione Manioke.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. I know yeah. a guy who literally called Sione Kumala. It's hey. One. Yeah, yeah. My son. Well, I don't know if that's his actual name, but everyone calls <laughs> him Sione Kumala. I don't know where the Kumala came from, you know. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> there's, Kumala's that many that you've got. Kumala's to have. sweet potato for those who uh, <laughs> are not of um or <laughs> <laughs> Kumara. Kumara. Yeah, but man, yeah. So music's kind of sparked then. So you mm. had like a little bit of a of a taste for music because yeah. Alice and um, Casey were pretty big on trying to make it in music at that time. Plus, right? Alice was in the school band as well, playing trumpet. Oh, well, I don't know if that's yeah. music. <laughs> 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 let us not forget. Let us not forget. Alice did also start the cheerleading squad. Oh yeah. For oh, for, oh. Bro, yeah. That's right. <laughs> that's right the og (laughs) leading squad (laughs) oh no oh all the all the mocks are coming back now stand stand and oh man Mm. i don't know i don't know whether i should bring these stories up because because of people that that i don't know personally but they were hilarious they were really sad as well but yeah but alice yeah but you know because we also at the time had a lot of music competitions as Mm. well Mm. well singstar no, Singstar is a PlayStation nah, it was, game. Um, tongue and Idol. Tongue and Idol. Tongue and Idol. <laughs> tongue and Idol. Now it's um Digicel Stars or yeah. whatever. Yeah. No, for so anyone who wants a good laugh, and and <laughs> I find it funny. Fuck you if Yo, you think I'm, I'm being ins- if if you think I'm being insensitive, you can you can just fuck that right off. But Google tongue and Idol and Digistar mm-hmm. and enjoy. I'm and not gonna bro. kill it for you, but enjoy. It is. There are some pretty good singers there, I will admit. There, yeah. are, there are a couple that are pretty good. But there are some where you just think, don't you have friends to tell you that you suck? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Like, it's good TV, right? It's good TV. Don't get me wrong. I, I, it's, it's entertainment. But fuck, if you're a good friend yeah. and you know your friend sucks Bro, how, at singing, how, how, yeah, how, you how you would you let, let friend, him yeah. on TV Bro. and now on YouTube for the rest of his known life? <laughs>
1: Oh yeah my man, God. if you ever want to have a good laugh, check check those out. Even the Digital Star like Stars. Digital Stars. If you yeah. want a
0: good time, YouTube that both, shit, yeah, it's hilarious. Them, like, funny as so that was your I guess would you say that's when you sort of tried out writing music then? Was yeah. that your very first time yeah. you started?
1: And then when I when I like looked at it as a hobby mm. it was around high school time. So when I moved to Oz. Oh yeah, when you moved yeah, to yeah. Australia, yeah, yeah. So when I moved there, um i met this guy called jamie mm. bro shout out jimmy g bro he's the man like he's one of my like long life friends today and um yeah well in every single class together like somehow like we just picked whatever we wanted to do for that like year and then we just ended up in every single class together like coincidentally mm-hmm. so we were like um he was he was always i was always banging on the on the like on the on the desk yeah. in, in, in high school and he'd he'd be doing like he would just take a rap from like a famous person like biggie or like yeah. tupac or and you just spit it over what i'm like drumming yeah. on the on the desk and then that's when i was like oh bro like i could actually like write rap so like we started writing raps both of us did mm. started writing raps around that time and then um at the time uh, his older cousins they were rapping as well okay yeah yeah um, anyone
0: anyone we know uh any music that's out not no
1: no nah, nah, like they because they just they stopped it was more like yeah it was more like a their uh, own like hobby yeah almost so okay. like they were at the time, but now they don't do now it they at don't all. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So like, um, we heard them and we were like, man, like, we could do this. So after that, we, I, I met a guy who had um connections to a to a studio.
0: It's not your boy Bangs, is it? Nah, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro, but he knows him. He knows him. Shout out and to the, your boy
0: Bangs, your boy Bangs, <laughs> your boy Bangs. I can take you to the movie. Oh, show out! There's another guy you, everyone should YouTube. Man, he is, <laughs> he's good value. If you want a good time, he's yeah, good I, value, man. If you want to have a good laugh, okay. So he, you met a guy who had who, who <laughs> had a studio. Um, he had like a kind of
1: secondhand one in his in his like, like a makeshift yeah, studio yeah. that he made and himself. Yeah, we were recording in that for for a bit, recorded like one or two songs, and mm. then professionally we recorded it at this professional studio. Um. We recorded three tracks, I remember, and then he uploaded it to SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud, or, or it was MySpace Music or something like that. MySpace and that's music. and that's how I first started getting into like the right. recording. But like at that time, man, like I was just rapping. However, like I heard the yeah. good rapper at that time was rapping. You mimic like, people that you sort yeah. of liked, and at that time it was Lil Wayne. So like I was Did like, you pull on the little no, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Are you sure? The yo No, Nah, I, minus the accent, but like um Don't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a really um punny rapper. Yeah. yeah. Like more like, lyrical. Like, yeah. More lyrics. Yeah. Than like anything, um, yeah. He had a lot of punchlines, bro. Mm. And that's what got me into writing punchlines as well. Cause at first I was just writing um real life stuff. Like, mm. I was writing raps about Hitler and Hitler. Like, yeah, saying like fuck Hitler and mm. all that stuff like that. So um Yeah. And then when I heard Lil Wayne, that's when I started writing more punchlines, and like making like, like just getting right. little things like um. Wow, what's that rapper wrote? Coming to your heart, coming to your raw, straight hard, no tiger, terrorize the beat. You can call this Al Qaeda, like something oh, like that. Okay, yeah. clever. So like um, I started writing more like that, and then yeah, started recording. I, th- I recorded three songs at the time, like mm. I said, yeah, and then.
0: Did it go anywhere? Um,
1: uh, not really, bro. So uh, yeah, not really. Um, what and th- I didn't expect it to go it, mm. it was just like Pretty big within like my family and, Yeah And stuff yeah. like that So
0: Yeah What do you think What do you think was the reason why It didn't sort of pop off then
1: I don't I think at the time Because I didn't take it seriously At mm. that time I was just doing it because I was like bro Like yeah bro I'm, mm. I'm, I am I could be a rapper I could be a rapper You like, you, you
0: enjoyed it But you weren't sort of Willing to commit to yeah, it Yeah because I was
1: I was still on that mindset of Oh i got to be a carpenter Or an engineer Or yeah. stuff like that So Yeah at yeah. the time, I wasn't taking it seriously because yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, it's hard to sort of just drop everything and just decide to follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess. I I mean, people do it every yeah. day, How? right? I mean, but it's a gamble, man. Yeah. It's a big gamble, and especially in the music industry, you're in so much competition with mm-hmm. other yeah. people with similar dreams, you know, and probably are more motivated than you, yeah. you know, depending yeah. on life circumstances. So, it's it's a difficult call to have, mm-hmm. you know, and. You know, I guess each each person has their day, yeah, and yeah. their their time in the sun. You know, don't get
1: me wrong, I still got my nine to five job now. Mm. Um, cause like, bro, this in- yeah, like just like every mm. other industry, bro, it's a real hustle, man. Yeah, man, a real big hustle.
0: Oh man, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. Right, as long as you can sort of look to yourself and say that you gave it a good go, mm-hmm. you know, which I think you're doing now, because yeah, yeah. because it's, it's quite easy to sit back and just say oh, you listen, I made a couple songs here and there, mm-hmm. whether it makes it or not, yeah. that's all good. But you're sort of in this mindset. No, I'm sort of just picking this up from like, because you've been talking about music for a long time, man, yeah, yeah. and I can barely remember a time you ever talking about music yeah. now. You know, now now it's so instilled with you now that every time I I, I talk to you, there's always something about music that yeah. I'm quite interested in yeah. to hear you talk about. Hence, why you're on the podcast yeah, now, yeah. And and yeah, so I didn't really start
1: taking music seriously until I was 22, to be honest, right? Mm. So the whole time from 18 to like 21 ish, 22 ish, mm. I was just like, nah, I'm just gonna drink every weekend and you know have fun with all my mates and you know do all that stuff. So yeah. I'm not gonna really take like my future that seriously right now so it was yeah it wasn't until like i had a like a sudden realization that i was like bro i gotta really knuckle down and do something
0: so when did that happen when did you get that self-realization was was it a event that you were at or were you sort of writing writing a song that you're just like nah fuck this i'm gonna make it i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna try really put everything into yeah it
1: was sort of like sort of like that but like i was just at home bro i wasn't because i was drinking every weekend with my mates Mm. so i was doing that every weekend and then on my downtime, when i'm like because they were all her jobs and I, bro i I wasn't in work for like a whole year Mm. and then um just at home playing games video games watching youtube all that all that stuff so just one day i was just like thinking to myself i was like man i gotta write down some goals bro because i'm I'm going nowhere so wrote down this whole goals list stuck it on the back of my my um the bedroom my door, bedroom door, and then flew to New Zealand. But I, I at the time I didn't know I was going to come back to New Zealand. I was just like, you got to do something. Like, mm. and and I was just like, okay, flew over to New Zealand for my sister's graduation, and then around that time, she like we I was in like we were having like real mean DNMs Like she was like, yeah, bro, like you should actually like, go back to uni and study mm. and stuff like that. And then I was um yeah i had a real deep thought about it and then when i went back to Oz, i was like what am i passionate about and then like i was like i'm listening to music every day Mm. so like and like i'm the thought about writing raps i'm like bro i can do it like i can do this so i was just like go go back to new zealand study music so and then yeah yeah, i told alice yeah. yeah, Yeah. yeah i told alice and then like um I, talk, I broke it to my dad that like i wanted to go back and study music and at first he was like uh, like you
0: know your dad's very tongue yeah, yeah, you know hard. like music i mean our family's relatively gifted mm. musically well not me yeah obviously it runs deep <clears throat> but but you know we you can have, hold a note oh, it's barely. music in itself yeah if you enjoy screeching cats i sure <laughs> you know or shower singing yeah, but yeah. you know we have quite a few family members that are very gifted musically uh, whether it's on the instrument or actually singing yeah. you know angela comes to mind yeah um but yeah, uh, Tongan families—they, although we're Islanders—are quite gifted, you know, musically. It, not a lot of them look at it as a, as a career. Yeah. I don't know whether that's—I don't know whether because they think it's not a good enough career, or whether they know how difficult it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. But it's definitely, it like fuck—it doesn't pay the bills at yeah, them yeah. straight away, hard, does it? Hard. You know. And you they're looking for something that's. Well, you need you, right you need there. to live. Yeah. You know, I guess that's one of the reasons you still got the nine to five. You mm-hmm. know ultimately if you could afford not to you'd be investing 100 percent of your time into into ah, the music that. right yeah so i guess there's yeah. a little element of that though mm. you know but that's that's a hard decision to make you know yeah because it's not um aside from it not being easy you know competition yeah. would be crazy yeah
1: so in the 2014 moved we to new zealand studied music and it's bro it's been five years in the making mm. Do you know what i mean so it's finally good to get a single out there now and yeah and, and
0: stuff like that it's a really good single mm. too thanks and, bro. I'm, and I'm not Appreciate just saying it. that to sort of uh not biased just, yeah. <laughs> not being
1: biased
0: a little bit of bias in there. but you know but the thing with us is that we're quite honest with each mm, other yeah. if it was shit i would actually feel like you tell yo me. Yeah. um maybe rethink this lyric bro <laughs> <laughs> you know what this, were you thinking beat is this? whack <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> What the fuck not that I'm not that i this? not that I can write a song <laughs> anyway to save my life, but no. But I think we're pretty honest. Like we're, mm. we we got each other's back, which yeah, is good. You I, need I, that support system when you when you're starting out new ventures. Definitely. But you also need constructive criticism, yeah, yeah. you know, and constructive feedback. Mm. Or or else how do you grow? Yeah. You know how how do you grow if everyone's telling you you're amazing, you're fucking great. You know you you know you're gonna make it one day, and you know you need something to ground you. Yeah. You know because. The reality is, you know, and I'm talking about any everything in general, yeah. you know, is that it's going to be fucking hard uh-huh. to break that that you know break into the industry. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's ever in the industry, and you can look at any documentary about any mainstream rapper, any you know musicians, R and B singer, and the difficulties it is just to get in the door, mm-hmm. right? Just mm-hmm. to get in the door to have a meeting with with a with, with a producer uh-huh. or, or with a, a distributor or, yeah. or anyone.
1: But the the good thing about music nowadays is social media bro you don't need like a yep, label straight, anymore yeah. yeah so like it, as long as your content is good and it's good quality and, mm. and stuff like that you, you'll make it bro
0: do you think that's um increased the amount of music that's out there now like quality music because without I think the, now it's more quantity than it is quality because yeah, I would think although it's a good thing that you break down that barrier of, mm. of not being able to sort of get your music out because you have to go through a yeah. label most of the yeah. time yeah now that you can do it yourself, like anyone can sort of, you know, start a YouTube page, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, make a beat and then, you know, rap off something or or sing something. Yeah. Do you think that's a good thing for the industry or or a bad thing for the industry?
1: That's a good question. Um, Half and half, bro. It just depends on why you're doing it. Mm. For me, like, because, you know, some people just do this just to get the money just to look after their families. So, Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can't. I you're like, right. And
1: it, so, like, the quickest way to get there is
0: like. Yeah. <laughs> well, we don't. We um, don't need. We, can I? Can thing. I just say this is a personal thing for me. Yeah. We we need no more mumble rappers yeah. plays. Yeah, I agree. you see I that. You, that yeah, yeah. You, 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 you see, have you seen that um, Snoop Dogg video with 50 Cent on YouTube where they're sort of just talking shit about mumble rappers? And Snoop Dogg's just oh, going yeah. off. <laughs> and, <laughs> 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 and 50 Cent is just dying from laughter. But the ironic thing about that is like 50 Cent was the original mumble mm-hmm. rapper. <laughs> but the, the, the good thing about the industry
1: now, like in terms of hip hop and stuff like that, it's that it's starting to they're starting to bring back the meaning in it now Mm. so it's not just your like club bangers or whatever like yeah like like dudes like j cole and and kendrick and and jid Mm. jrd sorry Mm. um those guys are like bringing back the meaning and even like the guys who used to be mumble rappers like offset yeah he's like even coming back and like you know changing around his lyrics
0: to make it more like and i enjoy music with more meaning to i mean i I mean, listen, I don't go... I'm really behind mm-hmm. in the times in terms of music. I mean, mm-hmm. I still listen to freaking Earth, Wind & Fire <laughs> and you know, all the classics that our dads listen to, you know? Um, but I do, you know, I listen to the radio. I hear what's out there these mm-hmm. days. And what I don't get and what it, it's very difficult for me to like is that most of them sound the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. The beat may be a little bit different here mm-hmm. or there. And, and I really like a good beat, don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I will forgive shitty lyrics if yeah, there's yeah. a ridiculously good beat. Yeah, But... I, I don't see the appeal to it, mm. you know, maybe because we were quite spoiled growing up. We had a lot of good influences of, of music, bro, you know, no. I mean, Motown, you know, you've got the 90s R&B, you got the early 2000s R&B and hip hop. Nothing's you know? going to be that song in tongue, bro. What's it?
1: Encore? Jay-Z, oh Linkin Park. God. Oh,
0: jeez. Oh, now, can I get it? Oh, cool. Too. Oh, yeah, that is... Oh, man. It brought together two of, like, right. our f- most... Oh.
1: We requested that song <laughs> at least 10 times a day, bro. <laughs> On
0: All the right. radio. We would call so, up the radio 10 times a day just to request So let me song. just paint this picture for everyone at home. So back in Tonga, we... Obviously, this was... I'm sure CDs were a thing at the yeah. time, but we had no CDs. We had a cassette player, and we had cassettes, yeah, yeah. and we had the radio. So we weren't going to listen to the radio and wait for a song to come on. So what we would do is that we'll take turns calling the radio station and request songs, and we'd be there ready to record it. I'm sure everyone's done it yeah, you know, hi. to a certain degree. But we did it so much in one night. We would try to get like a tape recorded on both sides. And what <laughs> one of the funniest memories of us calling up was um, <laughs> Stan... So we'd make up names, right? We'd make up names. I think it was Stan. It was, well, it was one of the guys. Yeah, yeah. So we're all sitting in the kitchen downstairs, and we're listening to the radio. And we had this, you know, one person was on the take, and he ready to record. Yeah, yeah. The other person was on the on the phone. And I remember one of them was calling. He's like, oh, yeah, um, I'd just like to make a request. And they're like, oh, what's this, what, What's your name? Uh, uh, Sione <laughs> Kanivai. So so I, ca- I think it was Stan. And he goes, my name is John Bucket. <laughs> John Bucket John of Water. John Bucket, and it gets funnier because this is the time Evanescence had just come out, mm. and how the hell as Tongan kids do John you pronounce Bucket. Evanescence, <laughs> right? So well, like oh how, oh yeah, this is uh can can I um can I please request a song? And then you know the radio now yeah, yeah. be like oh yeah, what's your song, bro? They're like oh it's um Evanescence. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like oh okay yeah we'll play that and you know but you know they got the and they knew the song they knew the song they, they yeah. knew the, song. They knew they knew the, the song. song and you know and then we'd be there like the song's like, and it's gonna play and record <laughs> and then uh, and then we we had a couple of tapes I eh? yeah. we had a couple of few tapes of pretty decent music man. Yeah, man and music i mean thinking back on it now although i don't sort of follow mainstream music but I remember music has always been a big part of our lives yeah, anyway yeah, yeah. like every time we got a new album of whatever mm. we would hammer that album bro. to like Linkin Park's album Linkin Meteora Park's album Usher's album 8701 oh, conf- Confessions Confessions we had, as well Mark, your, your yeah. older brother Mark brought it back one, one holiday and, and then, then we just had s- the Confessions bro. Stan was on oh, this like man. real R&B like Way, right He's like, on this he's roller coaster to, of R and B. Yeah, because Stan up. was in love, man. Yeah, man. Stan was always in love. So like he felt those songs deep <laughs> in his bones. Stan's bro. very a, a very emotional guy when it comes to music. <laughs> he's gonna deny it. He's gonna. I can tell him. He's gonna call us bro. up right after I release this now, episode. Now, now his music tastes exactly like yours, man. Classic hits. Just like classic. kids. I Think man. once you settle down, mm-hmm. you know. I think once you settle down, you're not looking for a good time. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not looking for those club bangers. Oh, I, don't. I don't remember the last time I went to a club banger. I remember probably Laura's wedding. My sister's wedding was the last time I went out properly. Yeah, I think so. You know, but you know, it's like those old songs that sort of relax you, but also bring you like really good memories. Like I've got a, like I've got a uh, playlist now where it's just all soft rock. Mm. You know, like Mm. those. Who who are you listening to? Like, oh, geez, now I can't think of them at the top of my head. Mm. But like a lot of Motown stuff is like usually my go-to. Like a lot of Temptations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like Temptations is my Probably would be my ultimate mm. sort of band at the moment. Mm. Um, got them to taste, you know, Smokey Robinson and yeah, the Miracles, yeah, yeah, yeah. another one, another group, good, good band. Um, Danny Ross even yep. you know, you know, and then when I all get all the l- classics, yeah, you know, but you know, when you get a little bit tired of that, I don't mind a bit of Six Sixty. You mm. know, they're they're probably nice, one nice. of the only bands in recent times that I can think of where their music instantly, I just sort of just, yeah, I yeah. just really felt that this was this is a fucking. Dope yeah. band, you know, six and I think six, everyone yeah? knew. Yeah, man. I mean, I think everyone knew that too when they first came through. They're Did you go see them
1: live when they performed their Western Swings?
0: No, because I don't like crowds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't too. like crowds. I mean, I, 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 my entire life have probably been to like two concerts, maybe. Yeah. Really, I, I get the appeal, mm. but you know, just just so much effort just getting there, and I, and, I, and I get, like I said, I get the appeal of seeing it live and hearing mm. them, you know, with your own two ears, mm. you know, um, but you know. I'd rather just be at home, Mm. you know, sipping a couple of beers out the backyard, you know, slashing it on the Bluetooth (laughs) thing, which is to me just good. Yeah, yeah, man. So it's, I don't mind it. But yeah, music like that sort of really is what I sort of do now at the moment. But speaking of all that, you sort of mentioned earlier that you sort of signified your move in 2014 with the release of J. Cole's album. Is he one of your main sort of rappers that is that's inspired you
1: uh yeah i'd say top five top five right now will probably be J cole kendrick jid isaiah rashad you don't know any of these i have no idea like are these rugby players (laughs) (laughs) isaiah rashad and probably last one gambino
0: charles gambino I know. Just because, like, I, th- I know him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know that guy, Donald
1: Glover. Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah. Um, but top five, yeah, no that'd thing. probably be it. Okay. So. Do you? But oh no, wait! No, I'll, I'll take out Childish Gambino and put in maybe Travis Scott.
0: I hope Childish Gambino doesn't hear this podcast. <laughs> he just got dropped in the top five for years, like, A top. lot of people hate me for that, but like, you know, fight but, me, but it's all you know, it's all. Um, subjective you know music music is very subjective so yeah i mean people like uh the chicken song for crying out loud what's the chicken song you know you know they played a lot like oh yeah yeah i think it's called the chicken song the macarena hey man the macarena is dope (laughs) especially when you get those moves on okay so how about rappers you don't like and that you'd wish would just disappear off the face of the earth Mm. man it's easy to pick the ones that you like and you don't have to answer it, I guess, if you don't want beef. <laughs> Imagine getting an email after this podcast. It's well, like, yo,
1: I heard you didn't like my music, no son. one, Like, no one in New Zealand that I don't that I do not not like. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, I guess, how how about, like, genre of music? Is there any that you... Uh, maybe hate's a strong word. Maybe hate's a strong word. Yeah. Or, or is, you don't listen to often. Uh, what kind of music you don't listen to often?
1: Obviously, screamer, So, like that. Like heavy metal? Yeah, Yeah. So, like, all that stuff. So... It's hard to get into, but lately, man, oh, genres I don't like. Hmm. But going back to how you're saying artists that you don't like, mm. I'd probably say like dudes like Lil Pump, that just like use social media for, right? Yeah, yeah for like just clout. Takashi Six A, clout Nine, and then, like, yeah, like dudes like that. But like Takashi Six Nine actually does good stuff in his community with his money, so. Okay. I respect him for that.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. He also snitches on a lot of people too, so I don't know whether that's going to the amount of stuff he did in this community. Oh damn, He's not good with all Is the he still in, anymore. Yeah, they guys yeah. still in prison Yeah, yeah, He's still in probably there. for his own
1: safety, but um, he gets an early release. I'm pretty sure it's like a, it's like a 16 month.
0: Well, he'll have a lot to rap about then. <laughs> I went into the shower and I was so scared. <laughs>
1: I almost dropped the soap. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, in saying that, you know, a lot of lot of artists out there are, you know, for lack of a better word, are assholes. Mm. You know, and it's hard to separate the person from the music. Mm-mm. So there's a lot of, I mean, there are people that do terrible stuff out there, but their music are, is just so yeah, dope. Yeah, like a good example, and I'm just going back to what I know, like Michael Jackson, yeah. right? Like, so there's a lot of cloud and controversy around Michael Jackson about you know yeah. being a kiddie fiddler, yeah. and, you know, you know. Be, He's a weird dude. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's be honest. That yeah. guy's a weird dude. But Do you think he did it? Do you think it's true? If I had to put money on it? Yeah. Yes. Hey. Yeah. How dare you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? No. It doesn't matter. He's dead now. He's not going to care. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> the, the reason why I said yeah is because his life is so crazy and different than what a lot of people from would the get gr- go. from yeah. the get-go yeah, yeah. like i don't think he had a proper childhood yeah probably you know no, no without way. being in the spotlight without being famous and that's got to do something to your psyche you mm. know that's got to do something to you mentally that that would make you yeah, true. feel i guess weird yeah you know and, and i think the markers for me would be that mm. you know and i work in mental health so you, mm. we kind of are used to assess people and yeah, then yeah, certain yeah. red flags do pop up yeah true so, true so not saying that I know of Bahad and I can't read his mind, mm-hmm. but if I had to put money on it, it it'll be yes. Yeah, yeah. But Fair that does not mean his music wasn't fucking dope. Interesting. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? God. So it's, it, it's it's stuff like that. So it's hard to not like his music. Oh, well, sorry. It's hard not to. It's hard to like a guy if that's how you think. Mm. If you if you're if you're in that camp where you think that he did it, mm. you know, and he's guilty. Mm. I wonder how. You feel about his music? Does it change the way that you think about it? Does mm. it? Because it it can um, in a way. Yeah, bro. A lot of people changed like when they found out mm. that, and they released the documentary. And there's a lot like of that. people that also just with it too. There's like, listen, Michael Jackson in the bedroom is a different <laughs> Michael Jackson when he's on the mic. <laughs> all right, like he like, and I'm sort of like, if you, I can separate the man from his um, artistry. Mm-hmm. You know, because. Like you think of any sort of song that Michael Jackson wrote? Like wrote, it, it's it's iconic. Mm. You know, it is iconic. Mm. Not only is he an icon in, in the music industry. I mean, dancing. Yeah. You know how many how many dancers did that guy inspire? And, who and are now how
1: many dancers can sing
0: and, and and dance at the same time and go around in public with a nose like that yeah. as well? <laughs> you know, he's brave as well. I blame but, Pepsi, but, bro. You blame Pepsi.
1: The accident. Yeah, Did you hear about that? Accident. That's how, what? like, that's that one of the stories of why he, he
0: went for white. Oh, so the story, okay. What, what do you like mean? Why he, he fell in a, nah, in a like, bucket uh, of Pepsi? No, nah, like apparently
1: something happened. One of the theories, I'm not too sure how Wait, true okay. it is or not. Uh, I'm like, interested to hear this theory. Uh, it, something sparked in the studio or whatever, caught onto his hair, made his hair catch on fire. Okay. And that's... That's why he had to go through the surgery and the nose surgery and stuff like that.
0: So, I was just like, God. So, I've, I've heard two the theories. Yeah. I've heard one theory that he had a disease yeah. that caused his skin to be white. That's more. That, so, that, so, that's yeah. one theory that I've heard. I, mind you, I don't know yeah. what's true or not. So, in case people start hitting me, I'm like, you don't know Jackson about Michael Jackson. <laughs> first off, you? Yeah, First you. <laughs> <off>, fuck you. <laughs> and second off, I can say what I want. <laughs> so, th- and the other theory is that he, and this is more like a psychological Thing is, that he was he he grew up in a very traumatized family, and his Mm. his father was a really hard ass and forced him to dance and sing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that to become famous. Mm. And that played a lot on his psychological development as a child. And in a way, it can happen that way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be surprised at the amount of um, influence a parent can have on a child, you know, and especially in like genetic. Well, well, also with that trauma, what was someone, I can't remember which documentary it was, but it was more along the lines that he hated his father so much that when he looked in the mirror, he saw his father. So in a way, him changing his face and sort of going down that pathway of changing, you know, the skin color, changing his nose, because he hated everything about him because it reminded him of his dad. And that's why he looked the way that he looked. And it can sort of, it almost spiraled off into like a really... You know, into yeah. what Michael Jackson was known before his passing. Plus, you, know? you
1: add everything. Yeah, like and, say, and it makes sense things, if yeah. you
0: think of it from a mental point of view. It, it makes sense mm-hmm. because trauma shapes can shape people's lives as they grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, and they may not be conscious of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all it's all working subconsciously. You know, um, and people are very surprised um, how much influence you know your relationship with your parents are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so yeah, that's that's a couple of the theories mm-hmm. anyway. You know, shout out to the dead Michael Jackson. <laughs> 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 the legend, the king. So, yeah. So so you moved here, right? You yep. moved here to study music and you studied music for how long? Uh, half a semester. Half a semester. What was difficult about that?
1: Um, not that it was difficult or anything, but like I could like I once... Um, the first semester that I'm not going to name what uni I went to, but like the first semester, <laughs> I went. Do it, to, fuck it. They're not going to listen to it. Nah, nah, <laughs> I'm not going to throw them under the bus like that because they were, they, were, they, were, they were, like they, they were, they were all good to me. Okay, but like especially right. the lectures. Fair enough. Yeah. So, enough. Um, first semester, we're just learning all about the, you know, the, the fundamentals the, yeah, of music, yeah, almost. music and all that. Yeah. So, and then I found that the second semester it was the same as the first. So once I found that I was pretty much learning the same thing. I learned in the first semester, I was like, oh, what the hell am I doing here? So no. I, yeah, I, I What's just, the point? Yeah, yeah. So I, I just quit and just went yeah. back and went into work
0: full time. I get that. I mean, mm. if it's not bringing you any value, then why? Because you end up leaving, you know, because the last thing you want is to sort of do a program where you leave a qualification, but you didn't learn anything. Mm-hmm. You know? but,
1: but then, like, it ended up working out for the better for me because <clears throat> going to work at full time, I went to, I started a job at uh, JB Hi-Fi. I remember. Yeah, bro. Good value for me. And uh, <laughs> a lot of the fans actually. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah man. Yeah, um started working at JB Hi Fi, Adam Westgate. And um I met that's how I met my producer. I was gonna yeah. bring him up next, yeah, but yeah.
0: it's cool how we just sort of segue yeah, into cuz yeah. I was gonna ask you how you met um D Love. D Love, yeah. yeah. Shout out D Love, bro. Yeah, shout
1: out to D Love. He's the man, bro. He's the man. So um he used to work at the super cheap order that was right next to JB Hi-Fi at the time. That out in Westgate? Yeah. Mm. So he he always came in every time like a new game came out and like I used to work the counter sometimes like, mm. and that, like it just happened to be a time where he came up with um I think it was Uncharted Four or something. He came up and he's like he put it on the counter. He's like, yeah, bro, just this. And I just like he was just real, this real happy, cheerful dude, yeah. And then I was like, oh, do you like that game? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Like it's me, ass. It's mean ass. Mean ass. And then that's how we started getting talks mm. into gaming and stuff like that so we we connected like that but at the time we didn't know he was a producer didn't know he was anything like that oh, didn't nice. even i didn't know who he was and then um he goes oh do you guys have any like one day he just came in bought another game he goes oh do you guys have any vacancies here and i was like yeah just hand your resume into the, to the manager bro two days after three days after he, he gets the job all right he, he gets the job there so like um yeah and he was he was in the music uh is the music scene. Yeah. Yeah. and um so started getting to talk to him getting to know him even more and I was like oh so what, what are your hobbies, bro? Outside of work, like, what do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a producer. And then, like, at the time, bro, at the time, I was thinking, like, oh, bro, everyone says that. So, like, <laughs> it's, no, like, like, yeah. it's like in
0: Hollywood, uh, everyone's a fucking actor. I, I didn't think I was
1: going to come across anyone in the industry. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, like I said, I was I was still trying to find my own sound and right. and, and find, like, producers myself. So then so you do like, a little eye roll, like, oh, yeah, yeah, bro, I'm a producer. In my head, I did it uh, in my head. Like, because you did, yeah. Not okay. to his face. Like <laughs> <laughs> He knows now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like <clears throat> I was like, oh, what's your name, bro? I'll go, I'll go like look up your stuff, and he's like, yeah, I've worked with Donnell Lewis, I've worked with um, Savage, I've worked with um, Peter T. Peter and I was T. like, I was like, oh, oh shit! I was like, bro, I might like <laughs> he's the real yeah, deal. Yeah. So like he gave me his he gave me his um Facebook and his YouTube, and I bro I went home that night, done my homework. Turns out, man, this dude like he was the one first one of the first artists to bring Auto Tune to New Zealand,
0: <clears throat> the Auto Tune sound. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I googled him last night in preparation yeah. for this for this uh, podcast, <coughs> and I kind of cracked up because I was like, "There's a lot of people with D love, yeah, right? Yeah. The, you know, love variation." And then I kind of what stood out was the auto king of New Zealand, <laughs> the auto <auto-tuned laughs> king of New Zealand. I was like, "This has got to be right, him." I clicked him. it up and I was like, "Oh, this is him." That's so that one. and yeah. I and I sort of saw a lot of photos of him putting up his plaques for Savage yeah, and yeah. also Peter T as well. Um, he he. So um, he, he's quite familiar with the industry then. Yeah. yeah He's not bro, one of these like Guys who just sit in the garage He's with... been
1: in it for ages man yeah. He's Since he was I'm pretty sure 18 mm. So And he's he's 30 now
0: Okay so, yeah, Gee so, that's a long yeah, time Yeah
1: bro he's been, in it, he's been in there for a minute So he used to Be signed to Dawn Wright. Wow Yeah Um. He was Yeah he goes back Back then mm. Even uh, J Geeks Jay Geeks yeah, as, well. so as well, Jay's. So he's been around the block. Yeah,
0: he's been around the block a bit. Yeah, man, he's he's got his experience. So how do you approach someone that you know? You know, you have just realized he's, yeah. he's a he's an actual big time producer. He's he's got the skills. He's bro. got the skills. Do you do <clears> they <throat> do people still show up with mixtapes? Not, nah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro. I, don't take this the wrong way, <laughs> but if you could listen to this mixtape of mine I made, you don't have to. But I think you would really enjoy track number two. <laughs> yeah. You know, do, do people still do that or? No, nah, like the funny
1: ha- uh, story how we got into making music was that when after I done my homework on him, mm. I came back the next day, bro, and I was fanboying over it like hard. I was like, bro, you're you're love, bro. You done yep. my baby don't yeah. no. like you done all that song. like yeah. yeah, all those songs
0: and stuff. Like, dun, 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 dun,
1: dun. he's the he's trump. had a hand in that really. Too. Yeah, so. Um,
0: my brother, my brother like, jay just turned I around was, like, just as surprised <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you're always with the big times yeah man. man and and um
1: i came back i was like bro you've done all this i was like i want to be like a rapper that's when i told him i was like bro i'm i'm a, I'm, I'm an aspiring rapper so like I, bro, i'm so excited that i'm like stuttering all over the place <laughs> and like i was like yeah he goes oh true play like you know um rap me something and i was like how about we do a recording session he's like yeah actually i've got my mic in my car my wow. laptop in my car so like i pretty much but, take it everywhere so like it's like a mobile if, if, the, if the inspiration yeah. hits yeah. you're ready yeah man so uh he goes after work we'll we, you know get into my car and we'll just like you know have a little recording session so after that it came to end of work and we we're just in the car and then i was in the back seat i just remember he set it up bro so i'm sitting in the middle right mm. in the middle of the of the back seat yeah and he's got the mic right in front of me put on the headphones and stuff he's got his laptop he's sitting in the driver's seat on his laptop editing all the stuff and then he's like when you're ready bro started recording as soon as i started rapping man he was like
0: bro i've got something to work with oh and nice then, yeah, so like that's how and that's we, the, yeah so i've always clicked. wondered that too yeah. i always wanted the connection because i i always assumed you you know people would reach out to people you know send mm-hmm. an email here mm-hmm, yeah. you know i'll send a sort of um dm yeah, on, yeah. On, on instagram or something but you actually came about by accident yeah almost. bro fortuitously just working at jb hi-fi
1: because um when i was going to uni i i met this dude that i knew from when he was a baby bro and and my sisters went to college with his sisters his older sisters and um his names shout out Jay Meeks, bro um met him in uni <coughs> he's still producing music too so um yeah, he. I met him in uni, and um, he was he was one of the reasons, another reason why like I started wanting to get into hip hop and mm. rap and stuff because I thought I wanted like to sing and stuff like that at first. Yeah, and then I met him, and then uh, he. Oh, you're gonna be an meeting. R&B artist, were you? Yeah, yeah. So okay. like, I was I was into I was into more melodic, and then, and <laughs> then um yeah. So met him, and then he ended up going to moving to Melbourne, and then after that, I had like no contact with no producers here in, in New Zealand, so. That's when I came oh, across th- D love. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You,
0: you did talk to me. So that was the first guy you started like um, messing around with mm. music stuff. Eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that time because you sort of were like sh- you're kind of down and out because you're like shit. The only guy that I know that sort of he's can help me produce yeah. all this stuff. He's, he's kind of and he guys tried to do a distant thing. Hey, eh? like he yeah. tried to sort of send him but stuff, like, but I just yeah would like work.
1: Yeah, because he, he he worked the afternoon shifts. So mm-hmm. the timetables, every time he it was time for him to sleep for work I got I just got home from work. okay yeah so it was a bit
0: too difficult yeah, to yeah. sort of align stuff up yeah, okay pretty much so how long were you without a producer before you actually got in with with D Love
1: probably almost a year
0: a year yeah so almost a year without a producer and then met
1: up with D Love and then after that bro everything just it started it took off yeah bro
0: did you um were you writing music during that year were you mm-hmm. just writing music or were you just sort of yeah i was writing yeah. i was writing
1: and at the same time yeah, after, no, I think, I'm think i pretty sure it was yes, less than a year. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was less than a year. And then it would have been eight months or something.
0: How hard was it during that time? Because it would have been a massive blow to you losing a producer after yeah. sort of feeling, you know, shit, we're getting shit done. Yeah, bro. So oh, How hard was it?
1: Uh, like, because you know you don't have, like, anyone to work with and you don't know anyone, you don't know who to reach out to, you don't know, mm. I was just like, bro, this it's over like i had oh, those thoughts no. man yeah i was like man it's, I, I gave up that easily bro i was just like nah it's over man like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mm. get this done and then d love bro that's what i'm saying man this guy is the man d love the universe provides the yeah, way bro. and that's his actual real name fun fact d love it's, it's not yeah it's not a nickname or anything
0: it's daniel love oh i thought you meant literally d love when you look at his passport it's <laughs> like that's okay. <laughs> all right. It's it, it's not common. <laughs> uh, okay. So it's so short sure for Daniel Love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Daniel Love. So, oh, cool.
1: Uh, yeah. And um, yeah, met him and I was releasing, when I met D-Love, he made me, he slowed down my process like hard, not in a bad way. Mm. He slowed it right down and he was just like, look, try find your sound first. If you want to work with melodies, if you want to work with rap, if you want to work with both, it was just try find your sound. So I was like, yeah, sweet. So spent four years. Finding my sound bro And it's a process wow. man it's a, like, it's a real journey Because like You're recording music But it's just When you hear it back It's just not That Sound wave You want to go down mm. So I was recording A lot of that stuff And most of it was like Trap music Most of it was mm. Don't get me I can, I can do trap mm. I can do I can do R&B I can do Whatever It's just that It has to be My sort of sounding R&B My sort of sounding hip hop It wasn't your vision At the yeah, time yeah. Eh? And I was just doing What everyone else was doing and then D love was like, slow down, bro. Mm. Do it this way. Find your sound first, and then start recording. And then, if you're happy with that,
0: then release. Because that makes sense, you know, because I guess you in the music industry, if you're going to be releasing something, right, mm. you're not releasing it just for a little family gathering. You're releasing it to the world. Yeah, you got to be a little bit of a perfectionist. Yeah, bro. You know, you have to be. And I'm I'm like this as well sometimes. Like mm. once upon a time, I tried to do a gaming thing, you know, where, yeah. where it, it, you know. But, but that was I, actually really good though. It was all right. It was all right. But it became a, it became a chore, yeah. you know. So when things that start off as a hobby become a chore, yeah. I don't think it's a, a hobby anymore. But then I got so caught up with, I need content out mm. there. I need something out there now. I need to sort of push something out mm. now. Yeah, yeah. You know, and now starting this podcast thing I understand the need to sit back really look at what yeah, you're doing bro. and not just like yes try get things released out yeah. but you need to be fucking happy with yeah, it right? hard yeah hard Yeah, you need up. to be happy with it and you need to go through the process man yeah. you need to sit back Is are you happy with this yeah. is you know because not only I mean, at the end of the day for like podcasting for example I won't be able to sort of go back and re-record a session I mean you could mm. but that will be a waste of time mm, for the person mm. that I've interviewed and, and myself yeah. as well but you need to sort of be able to build on it, yeah you know it's like okay, so this is you know, I've learned this and this and that from this last episode. yeah, yeah, I'm going to move that into the next bit. yeah, now, I guess music you, one of my posters just fell off the wall.: Poster or supernatural causes <laughs> Listen, I've already talked about the haunting of our grandmother's house, so let's let's not bring that ghost into this house too <laughs> like like yeah so so like where was I? We're talking about um, um quality. Quality, yeah. so so. God, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> so it, you have to go with the process, yeah, yeah. you know, because I think it's important to find what what you're hoping mm. to achieve, yeah. and you may not know it then and there, mm. but you can't. I don't think it's healthy if you're just satisfied with what you have now. Mm-mm. You know, you need to always be striving for something better, Harder. striving to improve your, yeah. your your craft from from before, and you will end up with something like what you've just released, yeah, man, yeah. and that. Cause I've heard some of your early stuff, and, yeah. and don't get me wrong, they're good, yeah, yeah. But this is really good, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bro. And it, I can tell a lot of work has been put into yeah. that, you know.
1: I, all praise goes to like my sister, my older sister, and D and Love, man, to be honest, because mm. man, he's the man, like that's what I like. Well, like a lot of people that I explain them to, they don't understand when I go, Bro, this guy's the man, and they're like, Oh, you know, I've never heard of D Love, and it's like, Bro. You're disrespecting one of the legends, and just need to Google him. Yeah, man. he's yeah he's one of those dudes that have been behind the scenes the whole time. Mm. Just no one knows like he's been there the whole time. No one
0: really knows who <clears the> producers <throat> are unfortunately. until now. Yeah, until yeah. now. I could mean, so. have recently, but you know, um, yeah, but like you know, it's you're right. You I just right need to
1: Google him. Produce, yeah, producers have to get the same respect. Which now, oh, like sure. in this day and age, or this like you know current time in, in the music scene, they are getting more recognition. Like you as got they your should.
0: DJ Mustards and yeah p monies and P-monies. yeah, yeah oh. man the p monies of the world <laughs> damn so talk me through about your process when you're writing music is it something that so sort of just hits you one day while you're driving down the street where you're like you see like a stop sign stop sign stop sign <laughs> stop
1: makes me want to pop, pop, pop <laughs> drop damn shit pull the car over you know
0: bring out your pen pen and pad or do you sort of like put yourself in a mindset when you're at home like all right I'm gonna allocate the this amount of time mm. to write write music.
1: Bit of both, bro. Bit mm. of
0: both. Like sometimes you have to see something to
1: to make them you know inspires you to write. Of course, some sort of stuff. Like so, for instance, Tonga. Mm. Um, yeah, for me, like I've I've got a lot of like written bars down from like living in Tonga, man. And I'd just, really like, like to hear it, actually. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, one of them is, um, I seen the devil in cities and saw angels in third worlds. I know the devil wears prada because angels don't wear pearls. Mm shit oh yeah yeah i know the devil was probably yeah because angels damn weird probably, yeah
0: damn and that stuff you just sort of so so the quote like i guess because i have zero zero uh talent in writing music yeah, yeah. you probably didn't know this but back <laughs> <laughs> my friend josh is probably gonna crack up yeah. but like back in high school growing up in Tonga, yeah. for some reason we got into this um Thing where we started writing rap mm. songs mm. so me josh and my um good friend Atolefi, yeah yeah we we just it was bullshit man like i i can remember the bullshit but it was it wasn't like raps <laughs> yeah it's more like um battle raps against each other yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like like freestyle battle raps. freestyle battle yeah, raps, yeah. but like we'd write it down and we gave it to each other we just like oh fuck you got me on this one you like like we wouldn't really rap yeah, into yeah. each other but it was like it was just funny lyrical yeah. stuff and that i And that was difficult. Just thinking of, not only do you need to think of how it would sound on a beat, Mm. but how would it make sense to the audience that's listening to? Are you getting your message across? At
1: at the time, were you taking it seriously?
0: No, 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 no. It was just like a... No, I did. I started writing shit that I had zero experience about because all I knew was what other rappers would say, you know, like, like, growing up in the hood, (laughs) blah, 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 then I went to prison, (laughs) you know? <laughs> now I'm a lesbian. You know, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> but but it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah. it's, it's stupid shit like that. But, but it will be more against my friend. You know, it like yeah, it flowed with the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then, you know, I, I'd say something like, like you're a fucking fuck face <laughs> You know, and then something, something, something and then I would mention something that happened at school last week. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. And and I remember those times were just stupid, but like we we had to, we had yeah. fun of it. But I, but like I said, the reason I brought it up was I can relate to a certain degree on how difficult it is to write music, yeah, and I right. was just fucking around, yeah, yeah, you know. And even just fucking around, it took me like a, probably half the school day trying to <laughs> fit in like maybe a a paragraph, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So for you, you sort of just you you see things that inspire you, and do you sit down at home and you have a pen and pad, pad, um. pad and pad pad, pad I, and pen Sorry. i used to
1: um, pen
0: mm. and paper so
1: used to start off and then like i just moved to my phone bro because it's just more easier yeah. and more convenient well, you're using your phone all the yeah, time especially yeah. when you're on the go like because i catch the bus to and from work mm. and i see a lot of stuff like and i also catch the bus to one of um like another producer that i know um his name's uh, sonny douglas mm. he's the man too bro next nice. waves he's he's signed to dj
0: mustard bro. damn shout out to uh who what's his name next waves next Waves. Waves. sunny douglas yeah sunny douglas shout out to sunny douglas Um, man
1: bus to him and i see just like in general like a
0: lot of stuff a
1: lot of people interesting people man when you talk
0: about riding the bus are you in that scene in eight mile with where eminem's (laughs) sitting on the bus and he's got his headphones on and he's like (laughs) without the
1: pad and pen just on my phone yeah
0: people just but that 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 makes sense because any sort of music that you that that's been released that is meaningful. It's just things that people mm-hmm. see. You know, people things that people see, uh, things that people experience. Yeah, yeah. It 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 makes for good content. Yeah. You know, for sure. The the only time I freestyle bro is when when
1: I when I'm just you know fucking around in the studio. We me D love. We put this uh, st- uh certain beat on. Yeah. And then we just go from there. And we just like battle each other freestyle. But nice, bro. I get I get asked a lot but to, to get, freestyle, but I can't freestyle for shit, bro.
0: Yeah, okay. So that's the uh a, a, a misconception that most people think is that if you're a rapper you can freestyle. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hard out. So It's it, not that that's not the case? Every time
1: every, Nah, bro. It is. Like every time I I tell people like, you know, I write music, I, I rap. Yeah. And then they're like, bro, you know, do a quick freestyle. Quick bars, quick bars, and I'm just mm. like, nah, man, like I, I can't do it. I only do writtens Yeah, they're like, oh, what you can't freestyle? And it's like, <laughs> bro. I, and then I, I, bro, I was just like, what the hell? Like disrespect? You can't, like you that. can't, yeah. you can't put me in a box. Yeah, yeah. You know? So like, I, I, I came up with this sort of like motto is like, Freestylings the talent, writing's the art. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: bro. Wow, freestyling is a talent writing is the art yep. that makes yep. that that's a good one yeah put that on a t-shirt <laughs> put that on a t-shirt and wear that around
1: i don't know if anyone's already quoted that or not but like you know
0: i don't know i've never heard it before but anyways you mm. heard it here first <laughs> <on the TV laughs> podcast. you know freestyling is the, freestyling is the talent writing, writing is the art, art yeah. that's pretty good yeah. and and that makes a lot of sense i know a lot of people who do freestyle but then if they had to put something on pen and pen, it's not as good. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why that doesn't translate into writing sometimes.
1: To be honest, man, oh, writing on the phone sometimes. Like I find that writing with a pen and paper is more like, okay, you get more like
0: out of it rather than writing it on your phone. It's probably more sensory. Yeah. you know, there's something about writing on the pen and paper where people think are able to think more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's all those years growing up in Tonga and writing notes in our in our books yeah. off the teacher uh. and shit. Where well, you had to multitask <laughs> writing and learning at the same time. Like people don't know this, but in Tonga, we didn't get textbooks. Hmm. The teacher would get a chapter of the textbook, he'd write that chapter on, <laughs> on the, the board. board. You have to write as fast as you can to keep up with him and and that's probably going to be the lesson for the day. And it's you know? all in chalk. It's all in chalk. All in chalk. And if the 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 worst part is that if you haven't actually caught up to him cuz he'll come to the end of the board and he'll, rub, it he'll off. rub the begin he'll rub the beginning parts off and you're like yo 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 <laughs> what the i'm nowhere close the struggles and then you'd borrow your friends book so
1: pretty much most of your lesson was was writing down a textbook writing down a textbook yeah pretty much just copying everything from a textbook onto your
0: damn onto your notes so now that you've released your first single mm. And you sort of mentioned before the difficulties in sort of um, having it released on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm. Did you run into any other sort of issues when sort of releasing stuff?
1: Not really, bro. I think my biggest issue was trying to find my sound, mm. and like I said, bro, that took me four years, man. So
0: you're just finding the sound that you're happy yeah. with, yeah, and sort of. Cause, Cause I was me. doing
1: monotone rap. Like I, I can do monotone rap and mm. there'll be songs that I release later on down the line that will have monotone rap. Mm. But um, at the moment I'm just going with melody, wavy melodies at the moment, just catching people's ears sonically first before. Yeah.
0: yeah and and I, that's how I listen to mm. music. If... The, if the beat doesn't doesn't get me in the first couple of seconds it's going to be very difficult for me to sort of get into the song like there's songs out there that where the beginning is like quite shit yeah but then you sort of get into the lyrics and the and the hook comes in and you're like okay no this song's actually really good yeah but i've i think i've missed heaps of songs in my life right now Mm -hmm. where i just sort of give it a pass because it doesn't draw me in in the first couple of seconds i have to keep up with it because like
1: i have to know what people are tuning yeah, into yeah. so i've I've got to i've got to stay on top of like who who's releasing what and even like the american artists not just artists here in new zealand i bro i stay on top of who's releasing stuff here in new zealand you like, kind of have to don't yeah, you yeah man you need yeah keeping up with the joneses i need to man. know where yeah know what's popping and what people are like biting mm. onto and stuff like that yeah
0: yeah because the sound because the music industry evolves almost every other day mm. even you know because people always looking for that new sound yeah. you know you you Every movie I've seen that's based on music, you know, it, they, they the producers and the talent scouts, yeah. like they're looking for that new sound, yeah. you know? What is that thing that's... Because it's one thing to be able to do what's already been done mm. and do it well mm. because you fit right into the industry and it's yeah. what's popular at the moment. But what really sets a lot of big artists apart, and I'm thinking artists like, like Lord, yeah, for yeah. example, even 660 to a, to, yeah. to a certain point, you know, Florence on the Machine, you know, yeah, big, yeah. big, big names. Right, have, have you heard of Benny? No, nah. th- I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, my brother's putting his hand up; he knows who he Yo. is. Benny.
1: Everyone else is left now.
0: Okay, Glitter, yeah. But but you know, but those guys, they have that sound. Yeah. You know, they've got something that's not really been heard before, but it's something that you can see is going to be fucking yeah big. Bro. And they do, man. Yeah, they yeah. blow up. Those yeah. are the ones that blow up. Yeah, you know? hard out. And I don't. And and I'm guessing that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. You know? Plus, like, if you
1: listen to all of their sounds, all of them are different. In their own way, like yeah. 660, Lord Benny, and, yeah. but and
0: they've got. But you know, like right now, if you heard one 660 song, you, you kind of get a feel of the kind of music that they make. Mm. It's, it's you can't confuse a 660 song with something else. Yeah, yeah, right?
1: I, you know their distinct sound. And yeah,
0: even even the I, I really enjoy 660. The, yeah. the lead singer's voice, they yeah. like, like there's something about his voice that I think is just so perfect for the yeah. music that he makes. You know, That's he like, doesn't try and you know imitate. Oh. oh i could be completely yeah, wrong he obviously he would be inspired by yeah, other yeah. artists which is not uncommon yeah. but what his spin on it is just so perfect for his 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 range of vocals the yeah. way that he sings you know same and as it, my
1: missus man she loves 660 bro she went and saw them in hamilton oh did she yeah, yeah.
0: did she drive from auckland to
1: hamilton yeah. what the to heck? Watch it. yeah because nah, the, the one in western springs was sold out
0: yeah it so, was, um, oh well someone at work was trying to sell 660 tickets for um, hey. the western springs I'll let you know next time because yeah. sometimes um a lot of uh, a lot of my colleagues go to all these concerts yeah and, and sometimes they have to come work so they yeah, try and yeah. sell off their tickets real cheap but I'll let you guys know six sixties back in time and they yeah. seem to be back in New Zealand a lot yeah man
1: their bro their shows shows here in West they're filling up Western Springs I
0: know and Western Springs is big bro. hard out Western Springs
1: is and big. I love um the one thing I like about six sixties is that they always um promote Kiwi artists for their mm. opening acts and mm. i think this year or oh, last year they had like yeah. They it yeah um, i forgot who they had. i know swit was on there yeah and this year they had like kings and so they
0: have like local talent yeah, sort of Foley opening for them like that, yeah. that's so good man yeah. and that and you know goes to show you know little town bands that go big seem uh, to I always don't. remember where they come from they,
1: eh? they've got their own beer too yeah 660 have yeah. their own
0: beer i'm pretty sure what's it called um a six pack of 660s uh, <laughs> 660 pure. <laughs> it, it's named after a bird or something. Oh, um, Tui <laughs> <laughs> Did they buy the Tui brand? They bought tuis. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure they've got their. Let, they're good, they're let me beer. Google it. So when did they come out with that beer? A year ago. A year ago. I'm actually curious now. What are they called? 660 beer. I wonder what that's going to come back. Have with.
1: you tasted um? Hey, Lala. Tuatara. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not
0: a bird, isn't it? Tuatara. Tuatara is like that little lizard thing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) My bad. My bad. Okay. But, oh, interesting. So, Tuatara and 660 Create. Oh, so, Tuatara is a beer brand already, I Mm. think. And they worked with 660 to create a finely tuned super pale. Okay. Interesting. Oh, so, yeah. We are drinking tonight. Maybe we should go get a bottle. Yeah. I'm Mm. I'm keen.
1: Have you tasted um, Hey Lala? Three houses down. No.
0: So I I've had I've heard good things about it. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it. And I'm really loving these new um new PI yeah. you know, um like their um brands coming yeah. out, you know? It's so dope. Entrepreneurs, man. We should be promoting that so much, man. <laughs> Hard. So coming back to sort of like the topic at hand, what's your thoughts on um the tongue artists at the moment here in New Zealand? We can speak there's heaps of Tongan artists in, in America, right? Yeah, there's yeah, heaps yeah. heaps yeah. of people like ridiculous amounts yeah, you know i'm yeah. um, some not signed up to any labels and some sort of trying to make it on their own but yeah. well, speaking of new zealand in in general just new zealanders like yeah. do you hear a lot of like tongan or pacific artists out there at the moment
1: um currently yeah uh one of them is mikey mays yeah he, uh, he released a single not too long ago yeah called uh on valentine's day how long ago was valentine's day
0: I'm ashamed to say. Oh. I don't think I did anything for Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. But well, you, yeah, did, you um, didn't do anything for me as well, so <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> or maybe she did. Meet Shit, I'm a badass, <laughs> guys. I don't know if everyone's noticing this now, but I apologize. Um, but yeah,
1: uh, Mikey Mays and the the Switter crew. The Swidder crew. Yeah.
0: Switter so are they... See this is this this is clearly showing my um uh, lack of knowledge yeah, on yeah. anything. Like I know who Swift is. Yeah. You know um when we went to Alice's oh Frankie's Frankie's a fashion show yeah, yeah. and they sort of like um premiered there for a little bit. Like I knew them before that, right? Yeah, Cuz yeah. I know Frankie was sort of working with them to sort of dress them for the uh, New Zealand Vodafone um, Music Awards. Yeah, yeah yeah You know, but I don't know any of their music, you know? Hey, oh yeah, know. yeah. So but that's just me because yeah, I'm very behind the times. But you knew who they were. I knew yeah. who they were because I've mostly because of frankie yeah, yeah. you know because i know it's like oh, oh damn enough. and, and yeah, yeah. but it doesn't take much for you to sort of know how big they are when yeah. you just google them i mean they're very up-and-coming artists you know and they won a couple of awards as well didn't they um, at the new zealand music awards best, or maybe a best o- urban best urban
1: um yeah best urban album like something like oh best but, urban but artist sorry
0: they they won an award right so yeah. that goes to show that how big they are at the moment and they're yeah. fairly new fairly new on the scene in yeah, terms I of think that was mainstream. their first year
1: in terms yeah. of releasing music. So that's pretty big, man. Yeah.
0: That's pretty big. First year out, uh, you know, first year out in the music scene in New Zealand. Yeah. And New Zealand comes out with some pretty good artists, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like, um, for a small country, we punch above our weight yeah. in a lot of places Swit- in music. It,
1: bro, Swittit have like a heavyweight producer on their hands, bro. Yeah, who's and, that? And, uh, Smokey Got Beats. He's um, he's produced a few tracks, or a couple tracks for um, Kendrick. Kend- no, really? but like, not actual Kendrick song it's like J-Rock oh wow Um, an artist who signed to TD same label mm-hmm. as Kendrick so um, yeah he's I think so what? they got a heavy hitter on their yeah, bro. on their both so, eh? side and he's he's collabed with a lot of artists in America as well um, Smokey Got Beats yeah bro he's he's the man bro he's the man as well shit Um,
0: well, it goes to show you know if you have those powerhouses behind you you Tomins can Tongans too bro Tongans yeah. are they all Tongan? Um, I think so I think so oh that's pretty that is so good man so good yeah Oh man, we Tongans. should t- we we'll say more Tongan <laughs> to remind people more that they're Tongan. I mean, because do they do a lot of um? Oh, well, stupid. Of course, they do more heaps of interviews. Mm. But do they do they talk a lot about their Tongan heritage and stuff like that? Because um, I'm guessing they grew up here. Yeah,
1: they grew up here, so they talk more about their upbringing here upbringing and here. and being Tongan here in New Zealand.
0: So that fascinates me yeah. a lot. That fascinates me because me and Honey had a conversation, and we're gonna bring it up in another podcast. Is what what does it mean to what makes you a Tongan? You know, what makes you Tongan? Do you have to be? And I touched on a little bit with in my last podcast that's yeah. going to be released on Monday yeah. um, with my South African friend, where <laughs> he talks about his dilemma of his children who are born here. Mm-hmm. Right? He was born in South Africa mm-hmm. and he migrated here and is married. He has a house here. He has kids here, and he sort of is thinking, does my kids have the right yeah. to call themselves South African? Because here in New Zealand, they're South African. You can identify South African. And all, all intents and purposes, you yeah. are South African. Yeah. But you drop them in South Africa. Would they be considered, quote-unquote, South African? So I think the same thing about Islanders. Not you know? to
1: the natives of that country, I don't think, because me personally, yeah. I've, in Tonga, I wasn't considered Tongan. I was considered a... Well, you're a white Baalangi. boy. Well, yeah. well, me and you, yeah. uh, we
0: have this um, affliction of yeah. being uh, <laughs> quite light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's this affliction that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, yeah. and I don't <laughs> appreciate it when people call me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's, it's it's an interesting conversation to have because what does qualify a person to be that um that well I guess that ethnicity mm. you know do you is it do you have to be born in that country do you have to have parents who were born in that country do you have to have the genealogy behind it do you have to um, have the culture behind mm-hmm. it you know what what I'd, I'd say yeah culturally you have to like be knowledgeable about it and, and stuff like that mm. yeah, that's, but there's that's a lot the but ones. then there's yeah. a lot of people that are not through fault of their own but find it difficult to sort of relate to that culture and mind you the Tongan culture is not an easy culture to mm. have i mean we have the Fahos for example yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a good example where the older sister of your dad's on your dad's side is is held in quite high um reverence, you mm. know, they quite revere. So for example at funerals they're they're sort of given all the golo and stuff like that. You have to pay your respects and things to them. Yeah. And if you don't like that person, you still have to do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And a lot of people find it difficult to sort of, you know, and that's just one, mm. one example. So I I think about this all the time. Well not all the time. I have other things I think about. Yeah, I think yeah. about anime, I think <laughs> about then my next meal sometimes <laughs> But you know I, th- I think about these these questions because a lot of the time I find working in my industry at the moment is the tongans I run into have quite a significant sense of um, lost identity yeah, yeah. you know they are born here yeah but they're brown yeah and you're treated as a Tongan, yeah. regardless of um, where you, where live, you identify. Yeah, yeah. You're brown, your parents are are, are islander, you're, that's, people islander, will put yeah. you in that box, yeah, right? Yeah. So imagine how difficult it is where you, you feel you're a New Zealander because you ascribe to the culture of New Zealand, you're mm. born here, this is all you know, mm. but the country treats you differently. Mm. And the people you think you can lean on, which is other islanders, mm don't see you as As, real Tongan, a real Tongan, because you don't speak the language. You don't sort of know, you're not knowledgeable about the culture enough. Mm. And I think it's a real shame that people do that, you know? Mm. Because at the end of the day, what does make a Tongan a real, what what is a real fucking Tongan at the end of the day, Uh, you know?
1: But then again, who's to say who's Tongan and who's not?
0: Well, that's the other thing, you know? I think you are free to identify with whatever you feel like yeah. you know and I' and I'm not talking about you know gender or anything like that mm-hmm. I'm talking specifically about, as, you know yeah. um, culture and ethnicity yeah, yeah, you know yeah. culture can change yeah. you know you can ascribe to different cultures depending where you live on yeah. um, but who you think who do you identify as as a person I think is very important mm. because everyone needs a sense of belonging yeah. you know everyone needs to know that this is where I come from yeah, yeah. and and be and have pride in yeah. where you come from, but when you're sort of stuck in between and you don't, you're not accepted anywhere, yeah. is a lot of issues stem from yeah, that. Yeah. You know, so I see that a lot, and I feel really sad when I see it as well. Mm-hmm. You know? so that's just one of like an example, yeah, of, of sort of the stuff that. We've
1: for me personally, bro, I'm just trying to force my way into that Tongan bracket. Eh? <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> so like
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a proud Tongan, bro. Yeah, so. man, for sure, yeah. I rep Tonga more than anything, any other country. So, yeah, I
0: th- yeah, no, so do I. Like you know, I. I I uh,
1: associate myself with Tonga more than yeah.
0: I identify myself as as Tongan as mm. well. I mean, I I was born here, mm. you know, but I grew up most of my life in Tonga. Yeah. You know, I spent some time in the states, obviously, yeah, yeah. and and younger than that, I spent some time in Fiji. But mm. all intents and purposes, I see myself as a Tongan. Yeah. Now, I have run into people who are a bit taken aback, like Tongan, mm, you speak good English. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got. Excuse <laughs> me. I speak good English. <laughs> And you created the English language, did you? <laughs> no, you know. But it's, I think what, what I notice is that people are quite, people quite easily put us into little boxes. Yeah. I, think yeah. I think you can be more. I think you can be identified as Tongan, but you can also identify as being a New Zealander yeah, because yeah. it is where you've grown up. Mm. So it's yeah, it, it's an interesting topic yeah. that I that I find very um, easy to talk about yeah, because yeah, there's yeah. so much so much stuff, and everyone has a different opinion. Yeah. You know, I can bring in someone who's really really old but like someone who's um more mature yeah. and who's grown up in Tonga his whole life yeah. and his perspective will be very different yeah, yeah. you know because he'll say no you have to you know know the culture <laughs> you have to you know leave the culture you have to go to utah yeah, right you're you know? doing
1: it real spot on whoever's oh man I've been, i think I've, i know who he's doing
0: <laughs> don't say their name don't say their name but, but you know um that was spot on yeah <laughs> a lot of practice <laughs> Lot of practice, man. I that's my um, that's my go to. Sometimes I speak on the phone like yeah, that too. Yeah. Oh, hello, I'd like to order a pizza. Piece. <laughs> um, how much is a pizza? <laughs> oh, that's too much, man. That's too much, yeah. But, um, yeah, you yeah. know, OGs that, that would say that, yeah, that's, yeah that's and, and I think that's a shame because Tongans have always been very inclusive, mm. you know. I mean, our our societal structure is meant to be more inclusive, huh. you look at any sort of event. People just bring people when they're not invited. Yeah. It's annoying, yeah. but people accept it. That, yeah. that that's just how we are because we love more people the better. Yeah. And I think we need to keep to that. Mm. And listen, this a is not me. Pre- this 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 is, this is not me preaching to others about how they can be. But Mm-mm. this this is what I see. Mm-mm. Right, this is what I see on a day to day basis mm. working in mental health. Yeah. You know, in the field that I work in. Mind you, it's a small percentage of the population, yeah. but they are the most vulnerable and the most at need. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think we there's being kinder to each other is is a good um good rule to have harder. which i'm trying harder to do harder. i try to do every day yeah, um, yeah. my first reaction to anything is always be mean yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why that's yeah th- defensive that's mechanism exactly
1: like me bro my, my first is to stop and assess the way i'm, I'm going to react to this and mm. then i think about it in my head i'm like no
0: and i think we do that as we grow mm. older don't react don't react off your first instinct <laughs> don't be too reactive don't be too reactive because always. that's how you get into scraps bro <laughs> that's how you dislocate your finger every time you go to town <laughs> that's a story yeah for me, that's though. a different story <laughs> i'm always in the middle of it. day eh? <laughs> never starting just always in the middle of it for some reason <laughs> yeah, so man, man you've, you've had a quite a journey four years four yeah, years I'm in the trying making trying to find myself what what lessons have you learned so far have you learned about something new things about yourself? Have you discovered new ways of thinking? What what have you learned?
1: New ways of thinking is that um I've stopped caring about what other people will think about my music and just started making music for what I feel is sounds good for me and sounds right for for myself. So mm. and and it, it, it pays off to do it that way cuz like you shine in a different light
0: when you stop giving a fuck. In a yeah. sense. And that's a good life lesson mm. for everyone just not just in music just yeah. in your day-to-day yeah, stuff i think if you're doing something that you love and you're doing something that you know isn't um illegal yeah yeah hard <laughs> you know i mean if you're not hurting anyone yeah. right and you're doing let's just keep it simple and doing a hobby yeah. right if, if you're doing something and you may not be doing it to the standard that everyone else sees it yeah. or what people assume it should be yeah. i think you shouldn't care about it hard because up. it's making you happy and at the end of the day it, you'll come up with something unique to you, hard. not influenced by this or that or him or her. Um, so, so yeah, it's um, it's a good lesson to have, mm. you know. And if and if hashtag not giving a shit, yeah, bro.
1: And if and if you do have a hobby outside of your nine to five, man, pursue it, bro. This is my hobby mm. now. You're hard, man. See, <laughs> <laughs> this is start my hobby. With something
0: great, bro. Well, fingers crossed, you know. But it it's turning out pretty good, yeah. man. And I'm getting a lot of good responses. That's you good, know? bro. I'm really grateful yeah. at the moment because. I got a lot of people uh, you know supporting me to yeah. do this. Me and honor to do this. So it's Hell yeah, bro. Very very lucky. Mm. And I think that I think you need a little bit of luck on your side mm-hmm. when doing stuff like mm-hmm. this. And not be shit at it as well. But <laughs> but you know, it's but I feel like your your gaming days have like kind of transitioned like in terms of helped. talking on yeah. the mic and stuff. I tell you what, it's easier to talk to another person than to just yeah, talk yeah. to like a bunch of text. Because that's cause the days when I used to stream was it was good. You you had a lot of interaction, yeah, yeah. and you're right, it it has helped. Mm. But it's so much easier having someone go, go back and forth. Today.
1: When when will be the day we do one by yourself?
0: I tried it. I tried it very early on. Yeah. So I released. Uh, well, I won't say released, but I sort of uploaded a podcast. Um, maybe three or four months ago um, when I was still uh, rostered days off. So that was my original one. Oh, true. And it was more just an introduction thing and it was like, you know, talking about uh, who I am, where I'm from Mm -hmm. and the reason why I started a podcast. Mm -hmm. And I listened back to it and and I just sort of like, I didn't really listen to it initially. I just sort of put in a little intro, put in a little outro song. Sort of what I do now. But... You know, and I didn't really listen to the podcast. Yeah. I just sort of just I sort of rambled on for like twenty minutes about sort of shit and yeah. the reason why I'm doing this and my experiences with this and that. Yeah. And I uploaded it, and it just was really shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like I can talk, like into a mic. Yeah. You know, if I have a topic, I can sort of talk a little bit about it. If I can, you know mostly just what i think about it mm. you know it wouldn't be based i wouldn't be able to pull up a statistic here or not a news article here or something else but mm. I, I i've got opinions on things and mm. they're shaped by what i see and what i think and, yeah. and i do read a bit yeah. you know of, yeah, yeah. Of, of things here and there
1: you're pretty knowledgeable dude
0: oh, i want to say knowledgeable <laughs> I'm, I'm opinionated <laughs> i'm very opinionated and a lot of the times my opinions are wrong yeah. and and i'm happy with that yeah. you know i've been a big reason why I started this podcast was to learn yeah, as hi. well. I've learned so much about music today from nice. you, yeah. you know, and that's Heart. what I that's yeah. what I hope, yeah. you know, is that I learn more and by learning your perspective changes mm-hmm. and your opinions change and a lot of stuff. Mm. And like I, like I said, I thought people still handed out mixtapes. <laughs> <you know? laughs> mixtapes, <yeah.
1: laughs> listen to my song, bro. You know, like
0: I, I always imagine when you're sort of going out there trying to make the music, industry, you're in a big crowd yeah, yeah. and, you know, you're holding up yeah. your tape, like, sir, <laughs> sir yo sir listen to my mixtape you know and then the guy never calls you <laughs> yeah, back yeah. so it obviously times have changed mm-hmm. you know um your situation is a little bit different at the what in the same way because yours more uh over a serendipitous interaction you know it just happened yeah. to be a guy yeah, that you met through work and then it, it sort of sparked up that way yeah, but yeah. that's that's an awesome way to say it you yeah. know um is an awesome way to get into the industry in yeah. itself. You know, you got to take your, sh- you know, or yeah. you know, you got to take your shots. Or, or have you heard of N- heard Nelly's um podcast, the latest one, the um the one the about shoot the your shot, yeah, <laughs> shoot your shot. You know, and, and you know, shout out to outside spaces, yeah, but you know, know, that's my new tagline. You know? know, you got to shoot your shot. You right, know, because you never know. That last episode was so funny, that was It right. so good, man. But you know, but they, you know, they they did mention it. You know, you need to shoot your shot because mm-hmm. you never know. You know, yeah, you well, never well, fucking know. The last thing you want is regret. Yeah,
1: hard. Well, going back to what you said, um, in terms of like uh, what I learned, stuff like that. yeah, mm. I, bro, D-Love's taught me everything I know in this industry. So he's taught me... Currently now, he's teaching me how to use like the producing the software side of things. So- yeah, yeah. Oh, so, nice. so I'm getting into that more. Cool. And um, at the same time, still working on my own singles that mm. I've got coming out later on um, in the next few months, over the next... Yeah, the period of the next few
0: months. So how does it feel to actually know that you've got your first single officially officially out there in the big wide world at first i was i was
1: more um relieved than i was with that feeling achieved yeah yeah so like i was like four years in the making yeah bro. i was like finally it's out there because i've i had like i said i released a video like a month before the Mm -hmm. track was actually out on all platforms so by the time i got to the release of everything. Yeah. So I was, I was like, well, finally, I was more like that instead of
0: like, yes. Relieved. Yeah. Yeah. Like relieved. Yeah. It's, it's hard work. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine it's hard work because you had to record the video, yeah. not to mention you had to be in the recording studio. Cause mm-hmm. I remember every time I should have like texted you, what are you up to? I'm on my way to the studio. <laughs> Shit, do, you, do you live in the studio? <laughs> And I think you did for a while, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, you're like sleeping a, over sometimes. Yeah, bro. I'd I'd, um, I'd stay
1: the night there a few weekends. You're living
0: your craft, man. Shout out to D-lo, bro. Yeah, man. You're living yeah. your craft.
1: But like I said, man, he's he's taught me everything I know today, and through his experiences in the industry, he's told me what to avoid and what to look out for and and stuff like that. So,
0: well, listen, I think you're going to be uh, someone to look out for bro, in, in the future, you, in the very near future. Thank you you bro. know, and because you're so dedicated to your craft, how can you not be mm. successful? You know, Mm. and you got you got likewise to you, bro. Well, thanks, I appreciate it. This (laughs) is sick, man. (laughs) You know, you know what's really awesome is that, and and it hit me a couple of days ago is that a lot of us, in in, you know, also in my close friends and our friends, but we are really going out there trying to start something. Trying to start something, you know. You got you, you know, pushing out your music stuff. Yeah. You have Ellis working in the music industry. Yeah. You got. And the, other, film, and the film industry, film industry too. too yeah. Sorry, yeah. film industry, yeah, yeah. And, you know, your sister, Frankie, also pushing out her, her fashion, fashion line. Yeah. You know, Frank Marie. Shout out design, to Frank yeah. Marie. You also
1: know. Also a camera, cameraman. Cameraman as well. Yeah.
0: You know, so where. And yeah, then me with my little podcast. You know, yeah. Nelly also doing yeah, you know, big things with her podcast too. And vlogs. And vlogs as well. Her vlogs are crack cracker, yeah. man. Yeah, you guys should check out Janelle Augsburg. It's Janelle hilarious. Augsburg, yeah. It's not like I'm just promoting family, but it's actually <laughs> it's actually really good. Bro, you know? man, it's our fault. Our family's dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry if we're talented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I see good things in your future, man. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah, Likewise. and I really appreciate you coming in today. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man. So before we end, actually, what I would like to do is dedicate this podcast to Jay, (laughs) my brother. Shay, Shay. Dedicated to him because the reason why I'm dedicating to Jay is that this guy is heading back to the United States tomorrow. Mm. And he's going to join the Navy.
1: Shay, Shay. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday.
0: (laughs) So so actually, I'd like to dedicate this to him. You know, Uh, be safe, you know. Do what you need to do. Safe travels, safe you journey. Know, just, just be careful when you're in the navy. You know what they say when you join the navy. I'll, I'll let people else put. <laughs> but don't the, drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're really proud of you, and um, Hard we man. wish all the best for you, men. Sweet. So listen, thanks guys for tuning in. You can find us on the uh, on Facebook and Instagram under the Thought Plantation Podcast. Fuck, this is the first time I'm actually properly sort yeah, of yeah, chucking yeah. some um, sort of stuff out. <laughs> You know, um, you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the good uh, streaming sites. And you can also find my guests on YouTube and all the usual streaming stuff. Yo. Um, uh, you can find them under the name Yoey. Yeah,
1: underscore Yoey, Y-O-W, 33. Don't ask me why it's 33. It's just, I used to save all my, like, you know, when you game on PS2 and you have to save it on something? Yeah, yeah. Y-O-W, 33. The 33 means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 33 30 free kills 33 <laughs> 30 bars, man. 30 free bars. Right.
0: but I appreciate you guys taking your time to listen into to the podcast and listen if you guys have any questions or if you know anyone that's keen to sort of be on a be on a you know really yeah. low key underground podcast you know hit me up hit me up on Instagram or Facebook um, but I appreciate you guys taking your time yeah. you know and um, I'll hear you guys back in the next one peace Peace.
1: I really wanna get the wheels turning on these projects Can you ride the way for me? I've been busy end of week, I'm chilling with the OG Trying to make a broke life free I've been busy putting in work, I just wanna be They say you don't really talk much, yo, we I say wait and see Back to the Yeah Make my move city free Just know we are. Feel the energy we lit on something strong. I can see a way by riding.